Hey, what's going on, Internet? The Black Kai here, aka TBH. And be honest, I'd like to welcome you guys back to the Gaming Illuminati podcast. You'll be hearing a lot from the click on episode 86. Before we get into the show, allow me to introduce you to my co host, the first of which orders so much Uber Eats, the driver says, Oh, it's you again when he meets them at the door. I didn't even know y'all had Uber Eats in Detroit, so uh, let them know about it, uh, Gaming Eats. I'll say what up to the people, man. First of all, I don't live in Detroit. Second of all, so you admit it's poor. No, I'm just saying it, it. I don't live in Detroit anymore, but uh, they have it in Detroit, and uh, yeah, yeah, you know more you know. And then uh, second of all, actually, that happened to me twice. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All that McDonald's, huh? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no, it's, it's Noodles and Company. <laughs> they know, they know Shout out to went, Noodles and Company. That shit is funny. Fun, funny quick thing. Um, so like a new burrito shop opened up near me, uh, and I ordered Uber Eats from them twice. It's actually really good burritos. Um, and so then randomly one day I decided to actually like go there and get it like physically. So then when I went in, he was like, he uh, saw my name on my card and, and he was like, Marlo. He was like, oh, he was like, aren't you want to order from Uber? I'm like, yeah. And they're like, oh, what's up, man? Here, I'll give you some extra rice. <laughs> mm, mm, um, yeah. Mm, mm, mm. All my Ubers know me on a first name day, a basis. And our second co host often goes by Grumpy Gates. And I wouldn't uh, mind taking the name either if you lived in the hot, muggy state of Florida, man. Say what up to the people, UTXJG the Dawn. What it do, baby? I'm here. I'm grumpy, and uh, we have some E3 stuff to talk about. So let's get to it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And if you would like to appear on the show, be sure to back us on Patreon at Patreon.com/slash/GIUpdates. Um, also, take the show on the go. The podcast is available on Spotify, iTunes, SoundCloud, and all other major podcast outlets. Be sure to download the GI app. It's available on iOS and Android. It's free. Just search Illuminati on your respective app store. Keep in mind, we spell Illuminati with the word as in naughty or nice. And before we get into the main conversations, let's go ahead and get these freebies out of the way. Uh, for July on the PS4, you guys will get free copies of Detroit Become Human and Heavy Rain. That's free right now. You can download that off the PSN store. Just know that... Um, I don't, I, Heavy Rain is a part of the package. It's Detroit Become Human the Deluxe Edition, and that comes with a free copy of Heavy Rain. So just search Detroit Become Human, and it should get you both, I believe. Um, and then on the Xbox, you guys get uh, Inside, Big Crown, Showdown, Castlevania, Symphony of Night, and Meet the Robinsons. And then on PC, the only thing I could find is on the Epic Game Stores right now. Uh, Torchlight is for free. So those are your free games that you guys get in the month of July. All right, let's go ahead and hop into these main conversations, and then we'll be talking E3. Uh, Since last podcast, my friend Pedro has dropped. I believe we all have played, but played it, correct? Yep. Right, right, right. It's a game that we uh, played a couple of E3s ago. It is a 2D platformer that draws inspiration from games like um, what's 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 that shit called that slows down uh, slows down the time? Max Payne. Yeah, Max Payne. Um, as well as like uh, kind of like some like different like speed running titles. Uh, Jay, you got the floor. Um, was it was it was it worth the hype? Did you did you enjoy my friend as Pedro? Like these are. Did you finish the game? No, I actually did not. Okay, so these are first impressions. This is not a review. Yeah. Yeah, first impression. I think Ethos if I'm not mistaken was the only one who beat it. Yeah. Um, but when I played Marvel Pedro, like it was just like it was like mindless fun. Like it's not really anything that's like too difficult. Like the game is really based off of like you having stylish type of kills. Like the more you know, the more stylish you can come up with ways to kill your opponent, then you know, the more points you get. Cause after every level it has like a um a, a rating system, you know, from like D to uh, E to F to A or whatever. Or I think you get S rating too um so that's that's kind of what the game is but it's like super short that would be like my only you know so far negative even though i beat the game yet but uh but everybody told me that was like super duper short so uh and and again like the story is like from what i played so far it's just like craziness like you literally just pop up and there's a freaking banana talking to you and 
and he's like oh well you know they're they're coming after you so like it's just like it's just ridiculousness but like it's super fun though i'll definitely recommend it. and it's cheap too like again like for the length i would say like anybody who just wants like a a, a short type of game that's like super fun and, and it's based off of you doing like stylish kills and stuff like with certain guns and, and objects like a pan get like a frying pan and kick that and, and like you can you know find just specific ways to kill your opponent uh but i thought that that was super fun so you know like any any type of game like that that's super cheap and you know it's, it's worth a couple of hours of your time at least I, I think that that's a that's a recommendation for me but i just wasn't expecting it to be so short initially like we saw at e 3 but um but I, I think it was still a very very decent game very decent and fun game yeah there's nothing if there's nothing you have that you have to play right now uh during the summer is definitely worth picking up it's a lot of fun uh it's like it's like a mix between max Payne and like almost like devil may cry because of the style points um so i think speed runners are gonna really like this game um because it's one of those games where like there is a story but like nobody's really playing it for the story it's more so just trying to master the level and going and running it back and back and back and trying to figure out different ways where you can maximize the point system and trying to get on that leaderboard um i really like that they have built-in social media features like you can you can tweet like cool different things that you do in the game directly from the game by just like hitting a button uh so that's cool to see that, that that's like built in um like the one critique that i have on the game is i did notice as i've gotten because i'm pretty sure i'm towards the end of the game uh i did notice that like i, I think the first like half of the game is stronger than the second half uh in terms of like level design it feels like the first half of the game the levels team tend to like they flow together better versus the second half it's kind of like there's like these like sewer levels where it's just like you're kind of just going left to right and shooting shit and there's like a couple moments where you can like string some stuff together but like it just doesn't feel like the levels flow as well as uh the earlier levels what about you ethos how you feel about it um i like it uh it reminds me back in the day when we were kids and um you were on the pc and playing like on like mini clip or new ground and playing those games um it reminds me a lot of that uh so it was a nice little nostalgia trip. Uh, I do agree. Like it, it's not like a some deep game. It just doesn't take itself seriously. Um, it's just one of those games that you can like just get in, play it, have fun, and then when you're done having fun with it, you can just put it down and there's nothing gained, nothing lost. Um, I think the price of it's uh, pretty good as well. And you know you're supporting like an indie developer too. It's a solo guy. Um, we met him at E3 last year. Yeah. Um, so yeah, he was pretty cool, dude. Um, and he was able to make a very interesting and fun game. Um, so like, I agree, like if you like um, the Max Payne games or you like those old school like stick fight games and stuff like that, like you'll love this game. Like there's a lot to love here. Um, uh, it's only like five hours. Uh, it took me five to six hours to beat it. So uh, it is kind of short, but like every like second that you play the game, it, it, it's very enjoyable. And there's a lot of replayability. Like uh, if you want to get better, there's a scoring system so you can keep running stuff. Like I've, I'm already going through a second playthrough of it just to like, better at certain things and try different like uh ways of like getting through it faster um so there's always that fun um aspect uh the only thing i feel like this game needs uh is it would be honestly to keep the game alive longer and have more value would be just to add a map editor i think like if the community made maps for this game it would be really dope mm -hmm. like kind of like how they do mario maker they did that for this game i think it would be really fun that, that's it true 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 what's the name um so yeah that's kind of just our, our first impressions of it that would be fire if there was a map editor in the game not a long game not much to say uh it's it's boring during the summer there's not much to play uh so if you're looking for something to play then i guess check out my friend is pedro 
Uh, but one of the reasons that I, I actually have not finished the game is because of Apex Legends. We've been on that a lot lately, so I went ahead and threw that on the notes. Season 2 is here with the Battle Pass. Uh, there have been a lot of major changes to the map. The introduction of some new weapons, some new, um, what are they called? Like weapon add-ons, attachments. Um, there's a new character. There's another new character on the way that's being teased. Um, they, they introduced a new rank system. Uh, how you feeling about season two of Apex Legends, uh, Ethos? Is it doing it for you? I love it. Um, it's, it's fixed most, if not every, like, big balance issue I had with the game, like, off-rip. Um, a lot of the game seems very balanced to me right now. Um, they pushed up a lot of the guns that were, like, pretty much like a joke. Um, but now like they've gotten really like actually like actually usable um, with like certain new like items and equipment um, They balanced the shotguns out uh, by reducing ammo clips. Um, they made the alternator like probably the best gun in the game right now um, Snipers actually are in a good spot now. Um, I don't feel like there's one uh, Hero that I or not hero one cha uh, was the apex champion apex the league whatever. is coming out of you Yeah The what the league is coming out of you the champs Heroes. oh yeah yeah the heroes um i don't feel like any of them are like ones like you have to have this one to win like they all seem in a really good spot i don't feel like any of them is, are like absolutely useless um that might have just been a mistake on my behalf but um they all feel like viable now um just every like gunplay feels better uh i don't know i don't know like there's a lot of behind the scenes stuff that they they were modifying and changing but it feels really good now that um I would like highly recommend that people who like let's say played it off that initial hype and then they just stop playing it that they go back and try it again mm, i feel that i feel that i like the way that they do the rank system uh, i do think it needs a little bit of tweaking but for those of you unaware the way rank works in apex legends is uh drops you in with uh le same level players and there's a point scoring system and based off you basically wager points uh, and if you score enough points you'll level up in rank and the way that they score it is one kill is worth uh one point um and then if you place in the top five that gives you like five points i believe and then you get like 12 for a win or something like that or 10 points so you the, the points stack and then like in bronze i believe you don't have to wager anything so there's nothing lost nothing gained but once you get to silver for every match you have to wager you, you go into a negative one so then you uh you want to have to at least place like top five or whatever or win or get kills at least so you have to be doing something and then gold you wager more points and as you go up you wager more and more points so there, there's something at stake um the only thing i don't like about this system is because it because they reward you for being top five it i get what they're going for it almost like implies that you're skilled but it doesn't because in ranked when you people camp because they're just trying to make top five so i feel like one way if i could suggest something that i think they could tweak it is maybe make it to where yes if you get top five you'll get rewarded points but you only get rewarded points if at least one person on your team has a kill because i i could argue if nobody on your team has a kill and you made top five sometimes it is coincidence because there has been games where we we didn't just didn't run into anybody but nine times out of ten your ass is camping and i feel like you should be punished for that uh what do you what do y'all think about that? I mean, I'm not opposed to that idea. Yeah, I think uh, they can also boost a little bit of, like the kill the amount that kills count. Um, I think that would definitely encourage people to stop from uh, hiding. Um, is that if you give them more points for getting kills, um, maybe it might turn into a little bit of TDM. But I think that will definitely solve the issue of people cowarding. Um, because uh, obviously, yeah, you want the, the biggest point maker being obviously winning the game or being in the top five or top three. But I think if they increase the amount of um, 
kills people might find it that uh it's more worth like actually going out there and like trying to kill somebody compared to just hiding in a corner waiting until you hit top five and then even if you lose in top five you're gonna still like move up in the rank um, right 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 so yeah that or maybe reduce the amount that you get for reaching top five and top three like make it where like maybe if you hit top three then you get like a good amount of points um, but top five like you really won't get anything and then if obviously like if you win that should be the number one reason why you uh, Experience. Got you. So they uh, don't put as much emphasis on reaching top five and, and put right. a little bit more emphasis on actually getting kills or not guns. Getting kills. Yeah, because yeah, you I can accidentally get to top five. You rarely will accidentally get to top not three. Not even paying attention. I feel that. Yeah. Not uh, even bringing anybody just hiding off the edges of the map and stuff. Yeah. What's so the they, name? They boosted the uh, the uh, the circle. So like the da- the circle now does like hella more damage in rank than it does regular. So I think like that was a start of them like trying to prevent people who were like hang off like to make sure that they like hang off to the last second. Um, but yeah, I do agree with what you're saying too about um, you know there's also additional ways. Was well, so you've been on a you've been on it a lot lately for someone who hasn't really been playing it? What uh what what brought you back to Apex, uh, Jay? Uh, y'all. <laughs> Damn, JG's a follower confirmed. <laughs> yes, man. Yes, I had man. Through and through. I had I had fun, but nah. But in all seriousness, um. Season one was ass. Let's let's just keep yeah, it. It was season, season one was ass. Like we played it a little bit. Um, obviously it's game. Wait, aren't you an EA game changer? Look, man. Look, <laughs> I can I can give criticism, and I was just about to say that we're game changers. We got it for free, and we tried it out or whatever. But it just it really wasn't much to it. Let's just let's keep it a, a buck. Like that's how it was, and a You're lot of people stopped shell. playing, and, and, <laughs> and we were like, yeah. all right, well, season two, you know, they have to do a better job, give a better reward, and I think again like one of the biggest changes that they added in season two uh was just adding challenges uh i i think that they gave us a lot of replayability um just with the with season two alone uh, i wasn't really like super concerned with the with the actual items that you get whenever you rank up but i feel like again season two was a lot better um, with the rewards in season one um so i do enjoy that and like ethos mentioned um a lot of guns have balance now because now the new meta is, is uh the alternator with disruptor rounds so so you all told me oh. that it, yeah it, it is ridiculous it's a, like you can't even tell now if it's an l-star they or nerfed that shit they did like oh, a server side patch or something, bro. Because I cannot find it. Yeah, you don't. No, no. Well, I found it last night, and it still murders people. But I'm talking about like the drop rate. They definitely nerfed that shit. It is well, yeah, hard. Yeah, it's to like find. the top tier gun now. Like, it feels yeah. like there's only maybe one per match, and you got to be lucky to find it. Like to the point where, like, because yeah. before it would be like I would just grab an alternator because I knew by the end of the game I would be able to find one at least off of somebody's box. Now it's like by mid match, if I don't find that disruptor round, I just drop it and carry a secondary because it's not even worth risking it. Well, I mean, that's that's good because then that way, uh, like if the alternator is the best gun in the game, I feel like that's like the, the sacrifice you have to make. It's like uh, you have to tell yourself, you got to be like, OK, well, I have to make the decision like early or mid game. Am I going to like if luckily like there are chances where like early or mid game, you do run into the disruptor and you're like, OK, I got it. But then you have to make a conscious decision. All right. Am I going to run this build and then hopefully I get into the end game or I run into another team that has what I need and I can get it. And then I'm like, you know, my power scaling goes up now dramatically or do I not risk it for potentially like a weaker weapon? But that's still not to say the alternator sucks. It's still pretty good. Um, But I I lose that like mid or or early mid game advantage for hope hoping on the chance that in the end game I'll basically become busted. Um, and I feel like it's necessary too, uh, for two reasons. Uh, one, because it's the most powerful gun in the game, um, which is like similar like the L-Star, like how like they phase it out. It's like an early game killer to help speed the game up, and then it, it phases out in the late game. Um, but also, I think it also helps with um, dealing with a, a lot of the uh, 
what is it? The the situation I say this was a big problem in season one, and I think this is why I stopped playing the game too for a long period of time was uh running into a lot of teams that were very like armor heavy. So like you'd run into a team with like gold and purple, and you'd basically feel like there's no way I can win this fight. I'm fucked. Um, and I think that the disruptor rounds and I think uh, pushing it more towards the end game definitely helps where like if you run into gold, I don't feel like when we play TBH, I don't feel like it's like a fear factor where we're just like, fuck, we're going to die. We're going to lose this match. It's more of a, okay, well, I have disruptor. Let me rush them so I can shoot them with it and then just blow them out, uh, <clears throat> destroy them with like a shotgun or something like that. So, um, yeah. Yeah, agree with all of that. That's, that was literally like nine times out of ten why like I lost gunfights was because yeah. somebody had better armor than me. Or yeah. purple armor, and you, you feel yeah. like there's no way to fight back. And this is like exactly. a good way where if you focus it towards the end game, it drastically makes you feel like you're more empowered to like win gunfights. Exactly. Yeah. So I, I I definitely agree with that wholeheartedly. But yeah, it's just been fun, you know. And winning is always fun. So yeah, winning so that's, is always. Fun. Yeah, what is always fun. You know, we got we got a one A and one B here. You know, ain't no B squad over here. Uh, B Siggy and TBH hold it down. If we ain't around, <laughs> then you know Ethos comes in. So it's been it has definitely been very fun coming back to it. So that's I don't what know lately. I don't know. What you be? I mean, like, you're not bad, but, like, I'm going to keep it a buck with you. Come on, bro. I'm going to keep it a buck with you. The A squad is me, Ethos, and Gypsy, bro. I'm, Don't act when like we I was get, holding I'm not down. calling you trash. I'm not calling you trash, but you definitely a tier below. Like, when we, when us three get together, we be tearing through niggas, bro. I ain't even going to lie. That's cool. But, I mean, you know, I'm not calling you trash, but there are people uh, that are trash in the uh-huh. end, so. <laughs> <laughs> you better than black. I give you that much. <laughs> black is horrible. That, that black is aim horrible. is shaky warrior. He is so shaky. Nah, I'm getting, I'm getting better, bro. I was, uh, I was rusty, but, but. No, I think it's because, uh, I think it's because we hadn't played together in a while, so I was like, we had to synergize. But yeah, we had been winning more, so that's, yeah, that's all it is. Facts. All I need is a peacekeeper in my hand because a peacekeeper is still god to me. I don't care what anybody says. True. 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 But uh, yeah, we've been we've been having a lot of fun. There's a rumor that there's going to be a PVE mode coming. Some people data mine the code and they found uh, that like there's like different characters coming from the uh, Titanfall universe. Um, it's supposed to be some type of in, in like the code said PVE. So there's some type of and they saying like it's like a Halloween event. That's what they found in the code. But that's like all they can find. So I'm sure we'll get more news on that uh, eventually. Do y'all want to see a PVE mode in this game? Why not? Not really, no. Why not? I don't care. Man, if they got if they if it got some cool ass skins or something, then maybe. But yeah. I'm not really that. Yeah, like interested. rewards is cool. I'll play it, but like I'm not excited for it. I'll say that. Like yeah. I could like whether it's in there or not. Like I don't care either way. So what do you what do y'all want to see in season three? Like what do you feel like they need to do to get it to like? Because I just feel like now the game's on the right path. But what do they need to do to compete with Fortnite? Because it's not competing with the Juggernaut. Just keep releasing more content do more good season like keep improving your seasons um i'd say like if they want to speed it up maybe like i'm thinking that's what they're about to do with this season but uh if they could release two heroes or uh, apex champions and if they could release two of them maybe i guess in a season i think that would really help boost like retention and like people getting like bored of it um and like do more of these patch changes like like add more guns and I think that's the biggest thing. I think Fortnite, like, they're really good at, like, adding new items in to, like, mix up the meta and, like, do stuff. And I feel like that's why a lot of people went, like, like Apex now, because it's now fresh. It's different now. Um, because the guns have all changed. The meta's drastically changed. Um, and so I feel like if they can uh, introduce more, like how they introduced the Havoc, uh, if they can now introduce either more hop-ups or introduce a new gun, like, every month there's a new gun that enters the game. And once they have too many guns, they can start siphoning stuff out. Like, we're taking this gun out, now we're going to put this different variation of this gun in. Stuff like that. I think that can drastically help like just 
get the them like higher. Um, I don't feel like Apex is dead or like there, like there's no community. There's definitely a community for yeah. Apex. Um, it's they're far. It's from not a game. struggle to find a game. Yeah, yeah. Like um, I, 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 I feel like right now all they have competitive wise, it's like uh, Apex is in this good area right now because like it doesn't feel clunky like PUBG. It's not. Uh, it's optimized. It's not all fucked up like PUBG. Uh, and ultimately, it just comes down to like honestly preference um you either play you know fortnite because either all your friends play it or you like that whole building style or you're one of the people like me who just despite like just hates building and just i hate that mechanic so much and because of that you rather like do something you'd rather play like a straight up just like shooter game so uh and i feel like apex hit fits in that perfect mold for people who don't want to play that like extremely tactical realistic game like PUBG, but they don't want to play this like art or uh, cartoony um builder simulation game like also, unlike PUBG, they didn't take a whole two years before they addressed the fucking cheaters and hackers and shit. Uh, oh, yeah. article just came out today. They said they don't respawn is on y'all ass, some people that be cheating, because there's definitely some people, on, at least on PC, that we run into. I'm like, all right, bro, your aim is a little too laser, bro. Like, uh-uh. Um, they said that they're going to be putting the, the cheaters in the same lobby. They ain't playing with other people, so they on y'all ass. They coming up with algorithms to find y'all and i'm snitching i'm reporting if i feel like your yeah. aim is a little sus <laughs> Report everyone yeah ban everybody mods clear the chat <laughs> <laughs> yeah. um so yeah shout out to uh respawn for getting on the right path uh excited to see what they do with the future of the game and i will continue to play it uh if they uh continue to support the game and do things right um all right so let's go ahead and get into this e3 portion of the podcast it has been like a month officially since e3 ended and you would think we'd do a podcast like right after e3 but like that shit was i'm gonna go ahead and say that shit was boring this year bro i have never been un- so uninspired to talk about e3 i'm just like i like i had to go i had to spend like a whole hour researching fucking what was even shown this year and like when i got down to it there were a lot of games shown but it was just nothing that really is just like wow i really gotta fucking play that game um uh, how, how y'all feeling about E3 this year overall? What about you, Jay? Yeah, I mean, we were, like, watching the conferences, and, like, nothing was exciting. Like, I don't know if it was because, like, we didn't go, but, like, after watching everything at home, after going for, like, four straight years, we were like, bro, like, like, damn, we were so glad that we did not go as a unit, because, like, I think we all would have been disappointed there. It just felt like we wasted our time, and, and y'all money, you know, the people that donated for us, like, so nah like it was just it it felt more like i don't know it it felt more like nothing to be excited about compared to like yesteryears you know even before like we actually started going and like just being excited for whatever new console whatever new games were coming out there was just really nothing that uh that was shown that i was like oh man i cannot wait for that to drop Uh, i would say probably just one game and of course that's cyberpunk like i'm glad that you know we actually got some stuff on that but besides that like it was still like really nothing that i'm super duper excited about you was excited about that cyberpunk showing no i was excited about the date uh yeah that's how you know it was whack we get excited about release dates oh my god bro what are we talking about we know know they have that 60 minute thing we know they showed more gameplay but like don't get me wrong i don't i don't want anybody saying i'm I'm thinking cyberpunk i'm excited about the game itself i'm strictly talking about what they showed at e3 there was nothing to be excited about i feel like keanu reeves was smoking mirrors we don't have much to show so here's keanu 
And then he's like, I love you. And everybody's like, well, I love you. And I was they like, have stuff they want to show, but it's just like how they did us last year. It's all hidden. Like, you know how they did you it. You think Gamescom, they'll release it to the public? Yeah, they're going to do the same thing they did last year. Because um, I watched a couple of videos about it, and it seems like it was the exact same thing. Like, they've seen 60 minutes of, like, new gameplay of the game. Mm. Um, and people were describing it when I watched a couple of videos. And I was like, it was oh, this is exactly it. Yeah, it, it, there was black people. <laughs> oh, like, oh, like, okay, I asked about the yeah. game. Like, yeah, black people. <laughs> like, what? <laughs> no, I mean, I just keep it up. No, they had like, um, there was like these um Jamaicans or something like that, like gang or something like that, that like you'd like team up with to help like take out like some other gang that like- The futuristic shower posse, okay. Yeah, so like, I don't, I don't, I can't remember the details off my head, but it sounded really cool. Like it was actually like really, uh, it was showcasing like the open world and stuff like that and um how you like work together to like solve certain things and do dialogue and stuff like that so it uh, sounded cool but we're, we'll we, probably find out uh, we, we ended up just month. hopping into the microsoft section i don't even think i asked you what did you think of uh, e3 this year as a whole uh ethos it was mild okay you said it was mid yeah okay okay since we already talking microsoft uh, let's go ahead and uh, get into it. So the Microsoft conference, uh, just so everybody knows, I did not write every fucking thing that was announced at E3 in the notes. <laughs> I just picked what we I thought we would be interested in as well as you guys. The stuff that basically matters, in my opinion, I'm not putting every I'm, I didn't put that stupid little deer game on the fucking list. Nobody cares about that shit. OK, maybe <laughs> maybe one or two of you do. I don't want to say nobody, but I'm, I'm not putting that fake deep indie bullshit on the list. We're talking about wow. games, baby. We're talking about what really matters, the new Xbox, okay? So they announced that, I mean, they knew it was coming. Um, they said it's gonna be four times more powerful than the Xbox One X, and it's going to reach frame rates that gamers have never seen before, such as 120 frames per second. What's that doing for you, Ethos? Uh, I have a PC, so I'm good. What's that doing for you, Jay? Uh, a whole bunch of nothing, because I think that they're lying, I think they're telling lies. Yeah, they. I feel like they should have. They should have reworded that statement, and they should have said that frame rates you've never seen on console. Because I was playing CS:GO at like 300 frames like five years ago. Uh, so I don't know what he's talking about. 120 frames. Also, I thought we couldn't even see past 30 frames, but now we can see 120 magically. But anyways, um, I couldn't help but notice that during the announcement of the new Xbox, they were talking about all these technical specs and stuff. Didn't say nothing about games. Did anybody else notice that? Here we go again. <laughs> 120 frames of Spotify. Like, what are we talking about here? Like, so it's like, I don't even know if I should be excited about this new Xbox. Cause like, it was like, it was almost like an extended version of last year's E3. They was like, it's coming 120 frames, four times more powerful. But like what games, uh, I think they said Halo Infinite uh, is a launch title for it. Did they say that or something like that? I don't, I don't know. I don't, I don't really remember who knows you um, may never know so yeah uh microsoft also announced a new controller a new elite controller anybody oh lord controller with nothing to play oh my god 170 dollars for no controller 120 frames netflix baby um bleeding edge uh that's a new game that was announced excuse me um that's from ninja theory right that's one of the seven studios that they picked up um, correct it's like some type of 4v4 combat game. I'm still kind of confused on that. Uh, there's supposed to be a technical alpha this summer, but they didn't really explain what the game was. Is that a MOBA? Like, what is it? Yeah, it's like, it's 4v4 combat. So I don't think it's exactly a MOBA. I just think it's just a 4v4, like, like beat em up type of thing. So, I mean, 
it could be but i don't think that it's really going to be objective based or at least from what we've seen we literally know nothing about it and i remember like signing up for that beta like i heard nothing so i'm like did they do it or or not like because i don't i don't even know i guess i guess i just didn't get picked so oh okay um, so a 4v4 brawler okay yeah where yeah, have i heard that before uh what was it monolith paragon that was a really good game uh <laughs> you know, is bleeding edge doing anything for you this uh, I gotta see gameplay. I don't know. I don't know what this game exactly is. It was a yo. This was the year of CG, bro. It was hardly any fucking gameplay, and that's what was blowing me. It was. It was like, what are we supposed to talk about? Like, yeah. We, we uh, battle toads. Did that do anything for anybody? No. It's <sighs> 2019, man. Like, I don't even like the uh, the art style of uh, of battle toads like it's just it really like turned me off i'm not interested in that one at all and like uh the side scrolling beat em up so like some of my favorite like games growing up but i'm not interested in this one um i just hope they make it as difficult as they did the original battle toes i know a lot of people are going to be upset if they don't but uh i'm not even really interested in it uh yeah i i didn't even play the original when i was a kid so this didn't do anything for me um what i have on my notes that i did like i was interested in is uh they showed some psychonauts 2 gameplay now i'm a big platformer fan so that did look really good to me um so shout out to them for that it was very brief it was kind of it wasn't much to like break down there especially because we've been waiting like two or three years to see something i thought they would have shown a little bit more like a 10 minute stage demo but the little bit they showed i'm definitely gonna be picking up psychonauts 2 that shit looks fired uh are y'all into that i have not played the first one me neither mm. i think so, it's just you damn big yikes big by yikes. yourself have fun uh what about dragon ball kakarot don't care i feel like it's too little too late for this type of dvd game like i watched some gameplay of it and i'm like well like this open world stuff is cool but like uh the game i was watching they were like collecting minerals and stuff i'm like well, what does minerals? it have to do with yeah dragon ball yeah bro you were collecting minerals you were fishing i'm like what huh? is this like yeah bro i can link the gameplay i'm just like bro this is this is bad like why do i want to do any of this you can go around and do side quests or like people around like having you battle people uh you can like meet random uh random enemies while you're flying around like the flying mechanics look cool but like it's the same old story told and again and again and again and i'm just tired of it like this is this is not what i want to play in the dbz game i just think that they're milking dbz at this point and i'm not a fan of it anymore yeah um I, I was like halfway interested when they first announced it and it was like project dragon ball and they were like it's a new jrpg that's gonna change the game i was like all right they might finally be doing something with dragon ball and then we seen that gameplay at e3 and i was like all right bro like this shit is fucking xenoverse 3 but it's a single player game they was like you know what we're, we're tired of people complaining about our servers and xenoverse and does, does anybody even play fucking what's that that shit that Nomad said, the six hour, the six month game. What is that shit? Uh, Jump Force. We're tired of people complaining about our servers, so we're just gonna get rid of the multiplayer and we're just gonna make it a single player game. And you guys can play through the Sand Saga again, and the Android Saga, and the Frieza Saga. Eh? Eh? I'm like, all right, bro. I know a game I'm not pre-ordering, so fuck that game. Did you know your teeth move as you get older? I didn't until I noticed mine were shifting. I wanted to get my teeth fit, but braces 
that's the last thing I'm doing. Then I heard about Candid, the clear alternative to braces, and I'm all in. Candid has an orthodontist who is licensed in your state, create a treatment plan for you, and even has a 3D preview of what your final results are like. That's what Candid did for me. Candid only uses experienced orthodontists. Other companies use dental professionals. Now that I've approved my 3D preview, Candid is creating custom clear aligners that will be sent directly to me. That means no hassle with having to go through the orthodontist office. Candid costs 65% less than braces. You could save thousands of dollars and have straighter, brighter teeth in an average of just six months. So for me personally, I went through the process. It was actually pretty cool looking at the 3D preview of your teeth. Like it's actually kind of weird whenever you look through it. Uh, so they went through that process and then after another week, then I got my actual kit. The kit comes with the aligners in like this little case. It kind of reminds me of like uh, AirPods, uh, the Apple AirPods. So it's cool. Uh, you don't have to walk around with them all loose and stuff. So you can put them in there uh, whenever you need to take them out, like when you're on the go and stuff. It also comes with like this whitener that you could put in the uh, in the candid. It actually makes your uh, <laughs> your um, your your breath smell good, and also it's supposed to whiten your teeth. So that was cool. Uh, actually, putting on the candid uh, the candid liners, it's weird <laughs> at first. It's definitely going to take a little bit of getting used to because they're very snug. Because it's supposed to be you know catered directly to you so it's going to definitely feel weird initially but you're going to get used to it because you're obviously going to have it uh have them in your teeth for six months at least and you're also going to have like a little bit of a list i don't know if you can hear it now because uh, i think i've kind of gotten used to it by now but uh, you're definitely going to have a little bit of a list so that's normal as well uh but actually looks cool uh again you're supposed to wear them for at least like 24 uh, 22 hours excuse me and you're not supposed to wear them whenever you're eating or drinking so just keep that in mind so it has all the instructions in there as well so it's a very interesting experience so far uh but again like anything over braces because like when i was growing up like braces were, were a no-no like that was something that you got unless you had to but with the actual candid aligners the fact that i can take them in and out as i want to and they're invisible like you can barely see them uh it's it's a very cool experience you're one step away from getting straighter brighter teeth too Use my dedicated link, candidco.com slash GI to learn more and get $75 off. That's candidco.com slash GI for $75 off. Oh, you know what actually surprisingly caught my attention? This 12 minutes game. Did y'all see that one? Yeah. 12 what? 12 minutes. 12 the game minutes. about the game, the dude that's kind of stuck in a time loop. Oh, where he's getting killed and he has to. Yeah, he has to kind of figure out what's going on. That one looks interesting. I'm not saying that's like a day one buy for me. It's kind of like my friend is Pedro. If there's nothing to play, I would definitely try it. It's ReZero. What does that mean? It's an anime. I know. That, that's is... the premise. Oh, okay. That's the premise. Got you. Wow. Way to spoil the game for me, Ethos. <laughs> Fucking party pooper. I'll tell you, it's not fun. You keep dying over and over again. <laughs> <laughs> what about Dungeon Crawler Minecraft? Anybody? Yeah? Diablo Minecraft? Hell no. You got it, bro. I'm playing it. Pre-ordered it. Gears 5? Yeah. Hmm? I mean, no man's excited. Uh, he's training for it right now. I don't know what he's training after for. After Gears 4, I don't really know what I should be excited for. I don't even understand what the fuck's happening story-wise anymore. So I'm, I'm uh, And if you haven't played Gears 4 and you, you don't want it to be spoiled, go ahead and close your ears. Uh, from what it looks like what they're going, at least at the, at the end of Gears 4, Kate, it looks like her mom was like right. the Locust Queen or some shit like that, and she's got the blood in her. In, in her. So it looks like... Yeah. She might have control over the Locust, or she has some type of affiliation with him. We're going to learn the right. origin of the Locust, I think, in Gears 5. So that kind of interests me to see where okay. that's going. But um, aren't they not the Locust anymore? I, I thought they were. Well, the, what, what are they called now? Uh, 
the swarm, but the swarm are just like an evolution of the locusts. They're, they're still fucking locusts, bro. Uh, okay. Yeah. No, no, shit's confusing now. You know, they change all these names and shit. You know, I'm they're just <laughs> super locusts, bro. I, I, I don't know <laughs> anymore, bro. They got robots now. I'm, I'm like, what's happening? I don't yeah, they, they, they said that towards the end of Gears 4. They're just super locusts. That's all that shit is. Um, they announced the new escape mode, but that didn't do anything for me because all it looks like is um, fucking horde. But at the end of like wave ten, you have to escape the room. <laughs> I don't know what that was supposed to do. Um, and then they hyped it on stage, but then they didn't even show anything. Like you remember in the, during the uh, the during the actual like showcase, uh, they had the camera go down and then under the stage and shit, and they had multiple computers with like Gears Five running, and then they didn't even show any gameplay. Like what was that about? no uh, idea this marketing for gears is so weird i don't i don't know what's going on in this game they had a it's tournament weird yesterday uh the multiplayer looked cool from what i saw yeah yeah it's they still... changed a lot of interesting things like smoke and stuff so i was like oh okay they separated a flashbang and a smoke so now they have different effects so i'm like oh okay. yeah um the the coalition said that they heard the feedback people were complaining that Gear, gears 4 was very safe they said Gears Five. They're going to be pushing the envelope, and they're going to actually really try some some different they things. They really change shit in Gear Four. <laughs> There's like nothing really they changed at all. Yeah, well, that's what happens when you keep making fucking sequels. Uh, so mm. it'll be Gears interesting to see what they do. Um, they don't want to turn into Halo. That's what's the problem. <laughs> yeah, Gears Five could be one of the most interesting entries, or we can get another Judgment on our hands because they definitely <laughs> tried some things with Judgment that nobody. You liked. could get a Halo Five too. We'll see what happens. I don't know about that. Uh, but uh yeah so gears 5 lukewarm response i mean i'm a gears head so i'm gonna buy it regardless to be honest but... i just want to play for the co-op you know? yeah but the, the what they showed at e3 it didn't really move me uh dying light 2 was another cg trailer um so i don't know did that do anything for y'all i mean um, we saw it last year me and ace yeah. so like i wasn't excited to see it again <laughs> like i didn't see anything new for real in this trailer yeah i thought this was, uh, thought this was actual gameplay it was, it was it was it was it was it was cg I mean, it was and gameplay. gameplay last time too so. it, it was it was a mix of both but it was like real short clips no uh, you're wrong it's a gameplay trailer correct your mistake nah okay so you know what? i might be getting it confused with the yeah with yeah, the PC yeah <laughs> it's, it's a gameplay trailer i'm okay. looking at it right now it's, all right well i saw game, game. i saw gameplay last year okay i'm getting it confused yeah, with the pc one from uh dying light too okay my fault yeah this is definitely gameplay no um i mean it looks cool i love dying light one uh, i know we had fun playing it so uh, i'm definitely excited for this game it said in the trailer that the main character is like infected so i'm interested to see what that's gonna do for the game right are we gonna get zombie powers like that's is pretty it just a story thing or are there gonna actually be gameplay implications of yeah, that would be you pretty fucking cool. You think multiplayer will return to Dying Light? People forgot oh, that they had it. They better have co-op, bro. Yeah, multiplayer uh, was actually pretty fun. Yeah. Yeah, cool. yeah. yeah, one thing that I actually almost got really excited about is the announcement of Fantasy Star Online 2 coming to Xbox. That's one game that a lot of people have been waiting to come to the West. Um, Thank God. And then, and then, and then they said it's not coming until 2020. I'm like, all right. So why did y'all uh, announce it? Like, <laughs> come on, man. Like, come on, dog. Come on, I man. I want to play Fantasy Star. Yeah, I love that game on the PS2. I loved it. For those of you unaware, you can play Fantasy Star Online too on PC, but you have to jump through like a bunch of different hoops. You got to get like this Japanese translator and use these specific servers and shit because it's exclusive to Japan. And they announced it, and people got excited, and they said 2020. I'm like, damn, you know, that would have been really fire to have during the summer to have something to play. Um, but yeah, yeah, I gotta wait. So I mean, I don't know if I'm gonna play Fantasy Star Online too because it depends on when it comes out. Uh, during is there gonna be other games to play? I don't know. Does this do anything for you, Jay? I never played Fantasy Star, so that's all y'all on this one. 
You never drink cast? I did, but I never just got I never got fancy store. I never got into it. Okay, okay, okay. He was a Sonic Avenger type guy. I got you. Yeah. Um Halo Infinite. There was a new CG trailer. Still no gameplay. Don't know what I'm supposed to be excited about here. Um we saw Master Chief. We saw a guy talking to Master Chief. Um and oh, yeah. <laughs> uh so I think this one's supposed to be more open world than other ones. They're it's like a soft reboot or some shit like that, but it's kind of hard to tell cuz we still haven't got any gameplay. Uh, I was reading somewhere that it's rumored to be a launch title for the new Xbox. Don't know. They didn't they didn't confirm anything. Um did Halo Infinite do anything for y'all? All right. Uh, <laughs> so uh, I just got done with all the notes uh, for the Microsoft section. It was about an hour and a half of just cutscenes. Uh, what would you grade the Microsoft conference, Ethos? Uh, it's all right. Uh, C. Okay. Okay. What about you, Jay? Uh, C minus. True. 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 Um. I give it a D plus. I'm not giving it a C. That shit was boring. It was boring. And you know, it, it's really annoying too because uh, I don't know if y'all remember, like right before E3, like there was rumors yo Microsoft was about to come out swinging. Yeah, they came out swinging and missed. Uh, so yeah, that's Microsoft. Uh, Nintendo. Nintendo did their little. Where's you know, Sony? <laughs> all right, bro. <laughs> you know what's going on. They're working on new PSVR games or something. Save E three. They really could have. They, you know, they ain't got no games to show. That's why they're not there. Oh my god! That's smart though. I mean, like I said, I'm not mad at it. Why waste your money if you ain't got no games? So, so the same shit. This know. shit was light as fuck this year. But on the bright side, I'm hoping. The next E3 is going to be lit because that's when we're going to get the new be. Xbox and the PS5, and they're going to they're just going to roll yeah. out the fucking game. So this is like they're you know come out swinging. Yeah, they're definitely going to come out swinging when the yeah. This is just the, the off year for next year. This is the setup for the major comeback. Um, Nintendo they had their little Nintendo Direct. Um, this wasn't part of the Nintendo Direct, but I just threw it on the notes because this happened uh, and it's worth talking about. Um, Nintendo announced the Nintendo Switch Lite. It's going to be smaller than the Nintendo Switch. Uh, it does not have the kickstand. Uh, it's not as powerful as the regular Switch, so it can't run all the games. Uh, the focus is portability. Uh, it does not have the Joy-Cons, and I feel like I'm missing something else. Oh, HD Rumble. It doesn't have the HD Rumble. Um, are you picking up a Switch Lite, uh, Jay? Is this doing something for you? No, no. You don't no. got a Switch. What the fuck are you doing, I, bro? Yeah, I mean, I, I got a regular Switch. Oh, oh, you do have a Switch? I, yes. Oh, okay. Well, fuck it. You just don't know because there's <laughs> no games to play on it. That's yeah, why. Yeah, that's gonna be playing. Ain't had me on the Switch. I thought we was friends, bro. I haven't had anybody. I don't we even had have a drink together at E3. Why? Why you had me on Switch, bro? I don't even. I don't even have online on that shit yet. I'll be get it whenever Ultimate Alliance comes out. Mm-hmm. Oh, so you don't get it for Ultimate Alliance? Get the little, okay. the little free Twitch thing or whatever. I just never mm-hmm. activated it because I never turned that shit back on. You need some game recommendations, my guy? No, I got a game recommendation. Smash Bros. That's it. That's all I got. There's more than Smash Bros. You fucking. That's all. Yeah, what games? What games, Negro? What games? There's all right. There's a lot of them. Look, you have Mortal Kombat over there. Mortal Kombat. Yeah, shut up, Ethos. You play fighters on Switch. Your opinion is dead already, bro. I don't have fighters on Switch. You play Mortal Kombat. I'm taking fighting games. My Twitch. My Twitch. Yeah, I was like, I don't have DBZ fighters. Look, the Twitch chat gave it to me. They said, please play this on the Switch, and I was like, all right, I'm gonna play on Switch. And I played it on Switch, and it wasn't that bad okay i have my pro controller i had the switch 
and I was playing it. And you know, it's not like you guys with your 4K and your cinematic, you know, 60 frames and all this stuff. But hey, I don't mind playing the game at 70 frames. It works. It works. <laughs> it works for a small screen. It's nice. Okay, it reminds me of the PS Vita days. Okay, so let me live vicariously through the Switch with my PS Vita days. Okay. Thank oh, you. you know what? I, I this is what this is the thing I forgot. Uh, it does not have dock mode. For the, the switch light that's what i forgot to say but yeah, so you can't oh. you can't get up to the tv so it's for children yeah uh i'm not mad at them if if it was a little bit smaller and they added the dock in it i i would actually consider buying one and like trading in my because i don't care about the i don't care about the joy cons i don't care about the stand and the hd rumble it's how much 199 oh kids gonna eat this shit up bro if they get if they release with like multiple colors and shit it's Game Boy Color all over. <laughs> oh, yeah, it's the Game, Game Boy Color. Bro, they about to eat that shit Well, up. they already said it's not a replacement for the 3DS, though. It's just a smaller option. I just don't like the no, fact that you can't No, nigga, that's a replacement for the 3DS. Dead, that 3DS is dead, bro. Don't, don't let them tell you that. No, that's ain't no... Nintendo when was the last time you heard me. a 3DS? When was the last time you heard a 3DS game coming out? Mm, I don't know. I mean, exactly. they don't love battling with themselves. They do this all the <laughs> yeah, time. Don't. And we knew it was going to come. We knew it was coming, bro. Like, it was just yeah, a matter they're, of time. they're killing off the 3DS. It's a Because who else is it marketed to? If you don't have you know, any of the features of the regular Switch, uh-huh. and you're, you're really marketing this to be like a full-fledged cons- I mean, a full-fledged handheld. So, it's a smaller yeah, handheld for smaller hands. It's colorful. Um, it's simplistic compared to like for a kid, you know, the whole docking thing might be a little bit complicated for them to understand, you know? Like this is perfect for like a kid huh? who's like you know eight, nine, ten years old. Huh? 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 Bro, if my child doesn't understand how to put the damn switch you on know. the dock, no, no, I no, failed no, 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 as no, no, a no. parent. We have grown ass adults who don't understand some basics of technology. Who? Okay, look. Who? A lot. A lot of adults don't understand technology. I have roommates who are techno- technologically in. Uh, in, uh, in I understand. <laughs> yeah, but you're talking yeah. about you're talking about building a PC compared to putting a switch <laughs> hey, on a dock, bro. Sometimes, sometimes, yo. It's the same as putting your phone on the no, charger. What no, are you no, no, talking no, no. about? Because because they could put it in the wrong way. They could fuck it up. They could like shove it down in there on accident, not paying attention. There's a lot of ways they could fuck up the switch dock. Hey, yo. Remember how people mess up the Joy Cons on the wrong side? Yeah, they, how it got stuck and they couldn't, and they ripped them off and broke society. them. Society, no, bro, no. Look at no you can't take that. Society, bro, people did it. Yeah, yeah grown ass lose men did that hope. shit. They're hope. stupid, bro. People are stupid. This is supposed to be Star Wars: A New Hope, but I don't have no, no hope right no, now. No, ain't no hope here. But here's the thing. Here's the thing. This holiday season, like Nintendo is going to confuse parents once again. Remember when the Wii and the Wii U came out, right? Like, <laughs> oh, what's the difference between the Switch and the Switch Lite? And then somebody who's inexperienced, an inexperienced salesman is going to be like, oh, well, you know, it's the same thing. This is just cheaper. And then guess what their parents going to do like when they get there for their kid? And they're going to be like, well, I want to hook it up to the TV. And they're going to be like, oh, well, this, this doesn't even have a dock. This, That's no, too damn no bad. Like, like, man, it's Nintendo. I, I just, and then I, Nintendo a month later is going to come out with some type of peripheral that lets you beam it to the TV or something for like fifty dollars. Damn, I'm calling it. It's That's gonna be an crazy. accessory. You mean like um like a Chromecast? Yeah, yeah. it's gonna it's gonna be like that fifty seventy dollars. But no, here's the catch, right? Because you, you bought it for the portability and it's cheaper, but then you want to play on the TV. Once you buy the accessory, it's the same amount as the regular Switch. So it's a finesse, really. <laughs> <laughs> It's like don't God, give Nintendo call, ideas. Caught don't you. I'm calling it right now. This is a fucking finesse, man. So I, I'm not interested. If 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 it had that dock mode, I would actually trade in my switch and get the smaller one because uh, it, it it can be kind of big when you take it on trips. Uh, 
I, I wouldn't mind a little bit more portability. It's time, kind of tiring, you know, you holding it for a long period of time. Yeah, when you're doing rich nigga yeah. shit on the plane and shit, like, you know? Right, so, facts. facts. <laughs> I'm just going to pray for the Wi Fi on the plane. Yeah, and just, safe space in your backpack. Research. Um, so I, I don't think any of us going to buy it, but it's $199. It's coming out. Uh, look out for that Switch, that Switch Lite or whatever. Um, what they announced during E3, though, uh, Breath of the Wild 2. That's, I don't think that's what's being called, but they said they're working on a sequel for Breath of the Wild. So that's just, I guess, like a name holder placement or whatever. Uh, is that doing anything for anybody? I didn't play the first one. I got to go and do that on my backlog since I have a Switch now. I don't know when, but... I never really like was a huge Zelda fan, so it's not doing anything for me per se. But I'll play the first one, and then we'll see what happens when this one comes out. If I end up enjoying it or not, I liked it. I feel like I have a hot take, but I feel like I shouldn't say it. So I'm mm, but hold on, no, before you get your hot no, take, I'll say nah, I like. Nah, I said I'm not gonna say it. I'm not gonna say it. Why? Still trigger people. Why are you being like that, man? Because I care about their feelings so much that I don't want to trigger them on this fine whenever you upload it. So I'm not gonna say it. I heard Ace already beat Breath of the Wild too, and he's uploading his first impressions right now. I heard he up, he beat it in ten hours too. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I mean, I look forward to it, but it's kind of one of those things where it's like they're just like we're working on it. It's like all right, <laughs> all right. They, I feel like that was just another sign they didn't really have much to show. Um, I was I was a little disappointed Nintendo didn't show Metroid. Where's that at? Uh, uh, they said that they had again. to redo servers or redo the project or some shit. So they scrapped it. Not scrap. It's like you know they were working on it, and then they were like, "Fuck, this is the wrong direction. Let's try again." And so now, yeah. Mm, okay. Okay. Yeah, so it might be a little longer. Um, they announced two new characters coming to Smash Bros. The one of the Dragon Quest guy. I don't know his fucking name. Don't even care. Uh, the big one was Banjo Kazooie is coming into Smash. That's pretty cool. I think that'll bring me back to Smash Bros. for like two days. Uh, uh. So I mean, that's pretty cool. It's, it's nice to see Nintendo's listening. You guys are excited for Banjo and Dragon Quest. I mean, it took long enough for Banjo Kazooie. People have been asking about that one. Uh, Dragon Quest, I never even played any of those games, so I'm not excited about them being a Smash. Okay, okay. Uh, what about you, Ethos? I've never cared about Banjo Kazooie, so. <gasps> yeah. <laughs> what? Did you have a child? I don't care. Uh, yeah, I just, you know, I played 007 on that shit. I wasn't. Wow, you were an edge lord, okay. Yeah, I told you I was an edge lord when I, I was mean I played both. <laughs> I can't do uh, okay, good for you, JG. You can afford both. You fucking <laughs> <You> asshole. <laughs> Not all of us were rich like you, JG. Jesus. Don't make fun of my struggle. Um Luigi's Mansion 3. That got a little bit of gameplay during the uh the press conference. It looks cool. Didn't blow me away. It looks like more Luigi's Mansion, but I definitely ain't gonna play it. I'm gonna play it. What about y'all? Do y'all like uh, Luigi's Mansion? I never played it, but I don't. I played the first one when it first came out, and it was okay. Like it, again, it wasn't anything that blew me away. Uh, the features that they have on this one are cool, like with the uh, the co-op slash multiplayer function that they have. I think that that's all right. Um, the little what they call Guigi or whatever. Guigi. Yeah. <laughs> that that thing. It's an interesting feature to um to like figure out puzzles and stuff. So I think that that was cool. A little like innovative type of features for the game so that's all right but you know for all the luigi matches fans i know y'all excited but it's not one of those titles that i was particularly you know giddy for uh i'm just curious to how that camera is going to work in co-op because the camera's fixed and like one person could be walking left one person gonna walk right that just sounds like a struggle to me when you're trying to figure puzzles out and shit uh so i'm curious to see how that's gonna work but i'm gonna still play it um link's awakening hd the little remake 
Uh, I never played Leaks Awakening, so I, I uh, it was before my time. I mean, I was alive, but I just didn't get around to playing it. Uh, JG, this is doing your time. This is this is remaster doing something for you. <laughs> my time. Um, I didn't play Leaks Awakening either. <laughs> the very first, <laughs> very first Zelda that I played was Ocarina of Time. So true. true. I never, yeah, I skipped. I skipped all of those Links Links Awakening, all those earlier Zeldas. Ziggy loves yeah. that one. Yeah. I think Ziggy likes a lot of weird ass games. Mm. You have a problem with that? Yeah, I do, but. Not Damn, so much that I care him. to speak about it. You gonna tell him to his face? Uh, no, probably not. He can he can hear in the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> He's gonna pull up and like, hey, hey, what, did, what was that Sam? I looked at Wiggin. Um, so I mean, I'm pretty sure that's exciting a lot of people because a lot of people like that game, but it's like none of us played it, so it's like whatever. Yeah. I um, know. I only put Mario and Sonic at the Olympics for two reasons: a, who is buying these games because they keep making them, and b, the kids. The kids. B, Skate Four confirmed. I don't know if you guys saw it, but they were skateboarding in the trailer. I was like, oh, okay, it's like, this got a little no. Tony Hawk in there, a little skate forward. Like y'all picking up this Mario Sonic at the Olympics? Skateboarding finally gets its uh its its proper shine for the Olympics. Is Man, it in the I mean, Olympics? Am I, am I missing something? Well, no, they generally have X Games. I don't think that they've officially put it in the Olympics unless they're going to do it um when the Summer Olympics comes around again. Mm. So I don't know. But I don't think it's been in there. I know snowboard has been in there for the longer, but I don't think they put skateboarding in there. That's why they've had X Games for so long. That's the Winter Olympics. Okay, it's different. I know, but still, <laughs> the, the, this is not Mario and Sonic at the Winter Olympics. This is Mario and Sonic I know. at the Olympics. Just, it's different. Just the, the, there's a whole deal. separate franchise. Okay, get with. The, I only play Mario and Sonic at the Olympics when I'm at uh, David Buster's or something. You're pissing off all point five of our Mario and Sonic at the Olympics fans. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> every every four years you get a new game. How about that? Um, and then Nintendo also announced the Animal Crossing New Horizons. Couldn't tell you what's new in the game. Probably just more chilling, more digging holes and talking to the mayor. And why? Um, does you might a big Animal Crossing fan here? Does this do anything for you? You know, I've never played Animal Crossing. A lot of girls I know played Animal Crossing, and a lot of dudes too. And they seem to tell me that it's like Sims, but like with animals, I guess. Yeah. Um. I kind of want to try this new one just because like they were crying for this shit for like 10 12 years so like i feel their pain as a as a splinter cell fan i i feel their suffering on a personal level so i might try the game out and you know you know there's a rumor a new splinter cell game is coming let's shut up no it's, 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 a, it's, it's, it's a vr no, game no, no, for the no, oculus no. rift shut the fuck up bro, I swear <laughs> to God, bro. No, every time i hear splinter cell news it's always disappointing i don't want to hear it, that's what they said until I see a Ubisoft you know, actual like demo, I don't care. You know who I was actually surprised to find out as an Animal Crossing fan, a big Animal Crossing fan, our very own Flock. He said he loved what? The game. Yeah, he yeah, was he talking was. about it the other night. I was like, what? He said he put a lot of hours into the original yeah, it was, yeah, it one. Was guilty pleasures, man. Of everybody, Flock. Yep. You, you have to think of I, it, when you think about it, it makes sense because, like, from what I've seen, I've never played Animal Crossing, but it does have a fire, like, relaxing soundtrack. I've heard the music, and like, when you think yeah, about it, like, it's very serene. It's very yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Flock is a very angry black man from Chicago, so it probably relaxes. <laughs> oh <my laughs> God, 
<laughs> probably relaxes him to play some Animal Crossing. You know, you got all those bullets whizzing past your window and stuff. Just, Come on, you know, man. Helps him, helps him enter a place of serenity, you know? So what you do, like, ASMR, like, you know how they do the lo-fi videos? They should do, like, lo-fi of, like, Animal Crossing, but, like, in the background, you're, like, gunshots Yo, and shit going on. If you're, watching, <laughs> if you're watching the video version of this podcast, please hit the like button. Spam the like button if you guys want to see Flock do a Animal Crossing <laughs> oh, Let's Play yeah. no, and Animal bro, Crossing Tips and Tricks for the GI oh. channel. <laughs> That should be fucking great. Uh, yeah, we go. We gonna make it a Patreon tier, bro. <laughs> play He's gonna have to borrow one of his uh, his uh, son's Switch. Uh, <laughs> oh yeah, he's saying, he's like, I'm never gonna buy one. I'm never gonna buy one. Oh my god! Don't block a Switch so he can play this. All right. Uh-huh. Uh, but yeah, that's all I got on Nintendo. What would y'all grade for uh, Nintendo's E3? I'd be. Uh, I give him a C they, they at least had some games. Still did not give me the game that I wanted, man. I I need that Metroid, bro. I'm tired of this. Breath of the Wild two, Banjo, Luigi's Mansion three, Fire Emblem. Is there a grade between B minus and C plus? Like, it's not. I don't want to <laughs> no, give him a C, bro. but I don't want to give him a B either. Like, oh wow. Okay. Give him a C, bro. Stop playing. C plus, I guess. Like, it wasn't. It could have been better, but it, it was better than Microsoft's. But it wasn't that great either. Uh, what about you, Ethos? Uh, B. Okay. 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 Nintendo's catching a little W. Just a little W. Yeah. Um, but just to confirm, because I had to look it up for people going to bash my head in about the Olympics. Yes, skateboarding will be in the 2020 Olympics. Oh, okay. So that makes first sense. Time. Yeah. That makes sense. Okay. That's cool. Um, isn't gaming supposed to be in the Olympics too? Like I know again that's been an X game. Uh, and it's I don't been know. talked about, but I, I I heard they were gonna do it for 2020, but I haven't. I remember I saw articles, but I couldn't tell if this was like you know like some fake news shit that people were just like trying to like piss people off with, or if it was like legitimately being considered. I don't know. Let me like, look I, it up. Okay, so not not uh, next year, not for this Olympics of 2020, but it's being considered 21? for 2024 in Paris. Ah, uh, okay, there it is. What's the name? Um, so I, I only brought that up out of curiosity. How would that work if they made a Mario and Sonic at the Olympics and like esports is in the Olympics? Like that'd be like Super Meta, where like you got to play a game within a game Ooh, to win the game. Game it is. No, you have to run. You have to run while you're playing the game. <laughs> <laughs> I'm you know, just curious like, to see. Running around the track. <laughs> I'm just curious to see how they would do that esports mini game inside of like an Olympic game. I'm, that's all I would want to see. That's the only reason I brought it up. Um, so I guess not this year, but uh, I think somewhere down the road, esports is going to end up in the Olympics. Um, let's talk about a shithole, EA. Um, <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Oh, aren't you a game changer, sir? I don't care. What's the name? Oh, wow. uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, so EA, they did the um, EA Play thing. I was actually at EA Play, and I'm going to tell you right now, bro. EA, if anybody hears this, like, if y'all don't have nothing to show, stop throwing this event because that shit was fucking boring dog there was nothing to do there i have three things on my notes okay uh they showed star wars jedi fallen order gameplay fifa and, and then they showed madden i think and then they announced watson but i mean it was like it's apex legends i mean it's a free-to-play game so it was like, and we already whatever. talked about it too so and if you battlefield just just shut up hold on no you gonna act like that trailer wasn't fire that's a lot of announcement bro battlefield maps no they announced a whole new new uh theater of war and they had when is it coming out uh in fall all right so it's not something we can play right now i don't care 
And in the fall, well, everything else they show, we're not gonna play right now. For in the fall, no, you will not be playing that because there will be so many other games to play. Now Where you're talking to play? me about Batman. What am I gonna play? Mouth? What am I gonna play? Let me see. I'm, let me get fall. Yeah, go ahead. What am I gonna play? TVH? Go Video ahead, game me. release schedule. Hush. I'm about to bring it up. I'm about uh -huh. to bring it up. February. All I know is I might be playing is Pokemon and and uh, uh, Star Wars games. In August alone, I know there's Astro Chain. Uh, okay. We also that's next month. That ain't that ain't okay. But that it's ain't August. Like it's August thirtieth. That's, that's a fall. Okay. Game. Well, what what like fall October, game, September? Bro. Okay. Okay. In, okay. In September, you already know we balling out in two K. What's the okay, name? You, so you know so you so getting two K. You know. I, I'm, I'm joking. I'm joking. I'm joking. Gears Gears five. Gears Gears five is in a fucking. Then there's Borderlands three. Okay. There's also um, Code Vein. I know you're interested in that. Nope. No, I'm, I'm oh, not. Oh, no, you're not. Okay. For Why the convenience not? of the I've never, I've never been interested in that game. You're I've being a filthy game reward right now. No, shut up. <laughs> <laughs> you can't name a game. Go ahead. Tell me what's going to absorb my time that okay, I will be able October, to play October, Ghost Recon Breakpoint, Call of Duty Modern Warfare, The Outer Worlds. I know you're playing The Outer Worlds. Oh, yeah, of course. Oh, yeah, okay, okay, well. okay. November. You act like I can't beat my games in 10 hours. No. Oh, so now what you can just beat them in 10 hours. November, Pokemon, Pokemon Sword and Shield. You know you're playing that. Doom play Eternal. That. Okay. You know you're playing that. Star Wars order. Fallen yeah. Order. You know you're yeah, playing I'm that. Play that. Just yeah. Dance 2020. You know you're playing that. <laughs> Um, what, what, wait, what, just dance? <laughs> what? <laughs> what? December, Life is Strange 2, Episode 5. You know you playing that. I and haven't then, even played the other four, three episodes. But that's you're going to play it. Uh, and then there's a whole bunch of games that don't even have release dates. Uh, that still sounds like I got time to play some Battlefield. I I, the point, I'm, I'm not saying you won't play it. I'm just saying don't act like you're just going to have a whole bunch of free time, bro. You're going to be playing these games. I don't want to hear Look, it. I can beat my games in 10 hours. That means I'll have... Well, actually, no, I probably... You're right. Never mind. I take everything back. You're right. <laughs> I'm not, the Outer Worlds, not the outer worlds is good. You know you're going to spend at least you 100 hours on the Outer Worlds, bro. Because I'm no, playing that shit. No, I'm like I might wait for the PC version. I did the same thing to MGS. Remember? I didn't play MGS 5 until it hit PC. Oh, and don't act like this fall, Apex Legends Season 3 isn't going to be here. This fall, it probably will be. Uh, Three months, so... Yeah. Yeah? Yeah? Yeah. So we're I mean, the that. game could end up being horrible. You don't know. They might true, make it true. Work. But we got to yeah. give them the benefit of the doubt based off season two. They're in the they're going okay. in the right direction. Okay. okay. They might, if they have Titans, yeah, absolutely. Or I'll wall running. Um, yep. True. But back to um, shithole known as EA. Uh, Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order gameplay that was revealed. It looks really dope. I'm not gonna lie. Um, I didn't understand the Force. Dark Whitaker Souls thing. of Star Wars game. <laughs> <laughs> um it looked it looked really good um i it was refreshing to see a game like this just because i'm so sick of all these fucking open world rpgs where you have a million different options that actually don't do anything for the fucking story it's just options for the sake of options it's nice to see a game in 2019 where it's like you run this way you beat some motherfuckers up and the story progresses like it, every game doesn't need to be a hundred thousand hours okay sometimes i just want to smack a nigga side the head um how'd you feel about this jay I thought the gameplay was cool. Like when we were watching it live, a lot of people were like, "Oh well, like his lightsaber feels feels heavy," and like they were just like overly critiquing the game. I felt like, but I thought from what we saw that it was decent. Like I'm actually excited for it. Uh, I think one of the best features is when he was using his force powers and and he forced an enemy into the bullet that that the enemy shot. I thought that that was lit. 
like it was just like little things like that like i thought that that was really cool so like from what i saw and it has like some decent um platforming elements uh you know we jumped across from one thing to another like i thought all this stuff was cool and then like we actually did the duels with you know someone like the mini bosses i thought that that was all right too like and I that really story could be fire also yeah, i could be. argue didn't they they said he's a padawan he's not a full-blown jedi master so maybe that's why his movement's a little bit clunky because he hasn't mastered what he's doing maybe you'll get that's better why everybody that says that shit is stupid because they don't have context <laughs> you said They're people don't stupid. read the link all the people who criticize animations and uh like okay okay this is the okay i'm not gonna lie the conversation discourse around this game has been like triggering for me like i've been getting like low-key kind of like triggered because like people are literally comparing this game to force unleashed and yesterday i played force unleashed too granted that's not the that's the worst one but uh i played it because i played the first one but i never played the second one um like fully like beat it uh because it was that bad um and the whole thing about like decapitation and all this other shit and like oh it's not an action game like force unleashed first of all star killer is a way different person than this new character like one is like a fucking like psychopathic uh emo kid who runs around murdering a bunch of people just because like he doesn't know who he is and uh and like cares about this girl and the other guy's like a padawan who's literally hiding for his life who's not even like a fully trained not to, not, not not to mention that uh star killer was raised by fucking darth Vader, yeah and by the Vader, greatest force yeah. users ever so he had a ever. great master it's a it's a definite difference when people are complaining about like uh the animations and like well it looks very basic and stuff like that compared to like fucking star killer out here decapitating people and they're like well why can't he de decapitate well one like he's a jedi he's hiding and i doubt that he's like that one where he's like really like that like bloodthirsty now it could change you never know he might go through some shit in the game and then you know he's like yo fuck this shit and he just decides on killing everybody but um there's no indicator of that so i agree with you tbh on that um I, the whole decapitation thing is like a non-issue for me i don't i'm not that like big stickler i can't believe people are really thinking like i'm not even gonna buy this game because i can't cut off the arm of a fucking person i think it's kind of stupid um way too critical yeah it's way too overly critical i just think that's just because it's ea you just gotta find you always gotta find something wrong with them like you can't just ever be like okay this seems interesting um i like it because it reminds me of <laughs> no i'm not saying it's not dark souls uh, it reminds me of a metroid game um and that's why i'm really excited about it because if they turn if they said they're inspired by uh they definitely said they were inspired a little bit by dark souls but they said they were definitely inspired by like metroidvania games like castle uh, uh metroidvania so that i find is going to be very interesting because i don't think we've ever had a star wars game like try something like this so it could end up being very unique and cool so i'm on board with it i think it's gonna be a very cool game and uh, i look forward to playing it day one regardless of what all you fuck boys on twitter say mm, how you feel about it jay Already said how I feel about it. I know that's so I was just making sure you was paying attention. Yeah. Right. Uh, <laughs> you were you? Were you? <laughs> I get it, me, man. Got him. I had a long night last night. Uh, <laughs> uh, FIFA 20 that was announced. Uh, about it. And the, uh, yeah, I was slinging dick. Uh, what's the name? Uh, <laughs> what's the name? Uh, the only reason I even put this on the, the notes is because FIFA and FIFA 20, they're adding a new street mode called Volta Football. Um, what's the name? It'll be 3v3 rush with no goalkeepers, a 4v4 and a 5v5. Um, playing in different neighborhoods, like custom characters. You'll be playing in Amsterdam, London, Tokyo um they're like i guess they're i don't know it kind of interests me just because <laughs> i like the street stuff uh did this do anything for you uh jay 
I think this is cool. Like it's a it's a different mode to play, and this is like giving us flashes of like FIFA Street, possibly bringing that back. Right. I don't know if they're ever going to do that because you know what a lot of people been asking for the EA Big Studio to bring some of this stuff back. But um, but again, I I think this is pretty cool. Like maybe if they do this and we catch it on, maybe we can finally convince them that people love those games. And we can finally see some street games coming back in, in their other game, Madden and Live. If people we people were complaining, that. though, because uh, uh, they were saying that you won't be able to play against friends like in private matches. You'll basically just get matched up against somebody online. There is online play multiplayer, but you just can't play against specific people like how you want Why that would is you do that? trash <laughs> because trash. fifa 20 because fifa 21 needs a new feature baby private matches that's why come on it's a oh money grab God. they're gonna introduce it next year as a new feature this year we're gonna have private matches like come on bro okay. just put it in the game um uh the only reason i'll, I'll give this a try is because i'm an ea game changer so i should be able to get the game for free i ain't buying this shit uh <laughs> <laughs> but it does look kind of cool it looks cat can i play as the women's uh soccer team uh i don't know that's a good question uh, aren't you an ea game changer soccer team uh yeah yeah so just chill for a copy all right bet cool, let me call cool. my dev phone real quick um i forgot to put it on the notes but they also announced madden they're getting rid of the uh the, the longest yard story mode uh, and they're doing some like new quarterback uh you're a football guy i don't know jay what the fuck are they talking about <laughs> <laughs> whatever it is i know you're gonna be playing it uh, uh you know because i'm an ea game changer and i play shit for yeah. free for shits and giggles and to piss off the madden community every year bro that stuff is so funny it's actually it's pretty hilarious but i mean it's it's just like whatever the hell story mode that they're gonna do I, i'm actually surprised that they're like still like somewhat going on with this because nobody plays it let's just be honest like you play it because again like matter into your game and you just like messing around and stuff and it's pretty funny watching you be terrible at the game but uh, let's go nobody plays this shit like everybody plays they either go to straight ultimate team uh they do that or they just play online versus versus random people so like nobody cares about this stuff yeah and then uh nba live 20 was absent it's rumored they're working on it uh but it wasn't at ea play so that's pretty interesting um i was told that there was supposed to be an event uh on june 20th or something like that but that never happened it was supposed to be like in brooklyn there was an event but they didn't show any nba live it was like a charity event or something like that so nobody really knows what's going on with nba live 20 is it there or is it not um i will say when i was there at ea play i did hear from like a few people that were asking like where is it at um and then also at ea play a lot of people were just like standing around i was asking what do you think people were like this shit is whack um so yeah if you don't have nothing to show just don't fucking do it because it kind of seems like a waste of money uh and everybody's time uh what would you give ea's a uh, little press ea thing whatever you want to call it jay d minus bro true what about your ethos c minus okay okay yeah i I give him a d minus as well it, it would have got an f if it wasn't for star wars facts <laughs> <laughs> that, that ass yeah that wasn't it um bethesda moving on to bethesda uh doom eternal oh you uh, mean the apology tour <laughs> the apology <laughs> tour uh and the cheerleaders uh <laughs> doom eternal uh they showed that off uh looks pretty cool looks like more of the same uh you're a big doom fan ethos how'd you feel nigga this shit's gonna be fire uh last game was fire so 
this game i know you didn't like it but uh i really no I, it's not that i didn't i had issues with the game like, oh uh, yeah so you didn't like it okay and uh but the new one's gonna be really good uh i already pre-ordered my collector's edition because i can't learn from my past mistakes um so i'm gonna have a doom helmet and a titanfall helmet so come fuck with your boy yeah stream um, with it stream with it on absolutely i'm gonna stream with it on so okay. uh pray i can actually see through it we'll see what happens so what's new in this for someone on the outside looking in because i can't tell from looking at the game um but. it's really just comes down to mechanic like they added new guns um they changed some things around like uh in doom the last doom like you'd get abilities that's like you know like skill trees they're kind of getting rid of that like modern stuff and kind of and trying to take it back more old school where like you just find pickups and that would like boost you um it pushes the story after the events yeah actually doom has a story um so like this one seems to have like a bigger push of that um new there's this new enemy that's like supposedly gonna be really challenging that's like has like the same skill set that you would have um and uh they added new, some new weapons and new abilities as well and new mobility options that's all it is i mean from a Korma standpoint it's not gonna look that much different from doom 2016 it's just uh, they kept the core of the game the same from Doom 2016, but basically they just said, all right, now let's just add more shit and make it more just fucking insane. And that's basically what they've done, which is what Doom fans want. It's just more of the same with more cool ways to murder demons. So. You said it has a story. Is the story good? Um, yeah, like you have to understand, like Doom's story isn't like you're not gonna be like get some deep like meaning or something like that out of it, or you know, it was like a deep complex theme. It's a very simplistic story. It's just how it's like tells itself. It's very Doomish. Like it's just like uh, you wake up and you just like uh, the meme is is that like this guy tries to give you exposition about like oh you have to understand everything we did was for the advancement of humanity and Doom guy's like fuck you I don't give a fuck what you're saying and he just smashes the screen says I don't want to hear none of that bullshit and then he just goes in and just starts murdering and uh like pushing like there is a story even in the first Doom um 2016 there is like an actual cut like kind of cutscene, not like you know really like cutscenes, but there's actually like in-game moments of story progression and stuff like that so um there is things you need to know about Doom 2016 in order for you to understand what's going on in Eternal but the only high level thing you need to know is that um um, basically, uh, demons are attacking Earth. That's all you have to know. So it, it takes it takes place in hell and shit. Uh, well, yeah, like in the first game, like you go to hell. Well, it's like Mars. It's like a gateway to hell. Um, and so basically, in Doom 2016, you're trying to shut close off uh, hell from like in like getting through from Mars. So basically, you spend most of your time on Mars. Um, and uh, without spoiling too much, you discover some things about your identity, and it's kind of cool how they like how like lore wise who doom killer the doom guy is um but from that point on then certain things happen at the end of doom 2016 and you could probably piece it together and now in this game now like basically they're attacking her so the game and breaking the, out the so. game the game takes place in cleveland that's all i wanted to hear that's just, <laughs> i just need a confirmation i like that. how the I, old years he's still been doom guy yeah it's still doom guy yeah yeah, yeah. he's just a fucking ultra uh, badass yeah what's this doing for you uh jay uh, it's gonna go on my backlog because I still didn't even play Doom 2016. I know Ethos and A9 did, and they both of them said it was fire, but I just haven't had time to play it, so I don't know when I'll ever get to it. But if I do get to it eventually, I'll I'll get to Doom Eternal as well. But again, it looked like more of the same. I, I agree with you, TVH. But um, from what Ethos' explanation, um, since they changed some things, uh, it's it's interesting. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Um, I, I probably won't play it because it's Bethesda and their games don't work. So. Um, yeah, you have a bad tracker. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know what's going on. Yeah. They're trying to sabotage my build. Um, Fallout seventy six battle royale. Eh? Hmm? <laughs> right. This was funny. This, this was very I funny actually laughed watching this. Yeah, because like, they cheered real? for it. And I was like, huh? Like people uh-huh. still play that game? 
Like, do you have no shame, Bethesda, at this point? Like, is there, <laughs> do you have any resemblance of shame when you, like, actually thought, like, yeah, this is, this will be, after us fucking up 76, this is exactly what gamers They used like, all that money not giving oh, refunds to pay for cheerleaders in the crowd. Oh, Lord. So, like, yeah. yeah, the fact that, like, there were people excited about this, like, nah, bro, that, you can't tell me that people were legit excited about this after the disaster that would Fallout 76. You were excited about VR and Fallout 76, really? Come on now. No, yeah, I don't know about that. It's a hard pass for me. Did you, um, did you all actually watch gameplay like when they had the um the beta testing period? Yeah. For what? You talking about uh, for for the BR for Fallout seventy six? Yeah. Oh uh, no! What there was footage out for it? No, they like yeah, people were live streaming it. Oh, I'm sure, I, I'm sure I, somebody I had videos on YouTube. Yeah, what, I was watched, it a mess uh, too. I was a couple of streamers. I think like Grimm's and, and Trial, like they tag teamed and they were, and were playing it with like some other people. I mean, it didn't look good, but I mean, I guess they had fun when they were playing because they were winning, of course, but it just, it looked like a mess. And again, like it wasn't anything exciting, bro. Like nothing that I would, nothing that I would, uh, would have like willingly downloaded and played. Mm hmm. The like matchmaking was broken too. One of the simplest things like matchmaking wouldn't even work for them. Big yikes. Um, one that was kind of off the beaten path that was announced Ghostwire Tokyo. That was one I, could, I didn't really see people talking about it too much. Uh, but it's the new game from um, the people that made what was that? Uh, that horror game. Uh, I, 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 I can't remember the name of the damn horror game, but. Uh, according to the description of this game until dawn until dawn no is that what you're about? it was a oh. zombie game uh da, 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 da. i'm about to google the, the name of this studio um but they're saying that it's an action adventure game where you fight paranoia paranoia enemies and you rid the city of supernatural evil uh people are disappearing in tokyo due to conspiracies and oh, cold in ghost frame ghost frame no it wasn't that. no so I'm about to Google Ghost You're talking about the, the girl, though. The girl everyone likes. Uh, uh, oh, Tango Gameworks. Yeah, Tango Gameworks. Oh, The oh, Evil Within. The, new, the uh, evil, evil Within? within? Yeah, that's uh, okay, what they made, yeah, The Evil Within. within. Okay. Yeah, so it's in that company. Uh, people oh, are a horror game. Oh. Yeah, people are disappearing in Tokyo, and you got to stop the cult or something. It's kind of hard to see where this is going because it's just kind of like CG and a short announcement. Sounds interesting. Uh, just got to see more. I don't know what to say. It's different for Bethesda, I'll say that much. Uh, yeah, this doesn't seem like a game that Bethesda would have been producing. So I think that that's actually pretty cool. But again, it's a CG trailer. We have no idea what this game's going to look like. But it's supposed to be action adventure, and uh, and the CG trailer did look somewhat interesting, like you said. So uh, I'll be looking for it and, and see what it is. But hopefully, it's just not a buggy mess. Cause yeah, I'm not trying to I'm not trying to play this on consoles, and uh, and we'll see if my PC you know can handle it. Yeah. Um, and then the last thing that they announced was Deathloop, uh, game with black people in it, so that's cool. Woo! Already pre-ordered. Yeah! Uh, I think it's made by black people, too. Woo! Even better. Uh, <laughs> uh this one's from the Arcane Studios, that's the people behind, um... Ooh! Already fire. Game of the year. Yeah, it's the, uh... They made Dishonored. Yeah, they made Dishonored. Um, no gameplay, once again, another CG trailer. Kind of hard to tell what the fuck this is about. Uh, black see. people. That's all I need to know. Uh, it's black people. In the description, it says Deathloop, uh, the sexy, the sexy 60s style of two trained killers trying to kill each other. I don't know what that means. 
I just fine. I just see cool looking black people. Uh, <laughs> I'm probably gonna pre-order. <laughs> like play got a new job, man. I'm on board. <laughs> right, right, right. <laughs> so I mean, I'm all, I'm all for it. I would definitely keep my eyes on it. I'm willing to bet this game will have a good soundtrack. Oh, no doubt. Yeah, soundtrack's gonna be fire. Gameplay is gonna be fire. Level design is gonna be top tier. Watch. I'm glad they're not just doing another Dishonored too. Like they're doing something different. Just I hope it yeah. works. This is Arcane be having issues too. Their games work. They work better for me than traditional Bethesda games because it's just published by Bethesda. These Arcane games, but still a Bethesda game. So yeah. I have Dishonored to two was a little shaky even for me. Yeah, it got better. They patched it a little better, but yeah, it was a little shaky. I'll on give them a little bit of pass. Yeah, this is technically a Bethesda game, but I'm watching. It. <laughs> it's <laughs> not exactly Bethesda, <laughs> but they yeah, so we gotta be careful. Yeah. <laughs> don't don't put any of that that uh, darn Bethesda code in the game. <laughs> <laughs> Creation engine in your games, okay? Yeah, yeah don't use your that. own engine over there. I'm excited. Yeah. I'm a I'm a Dishonored fan. I know me eat those hearts. So, um, again, another CG trailer, but it was kind of funny because, I mean, Microsoft had 12 minutes and then this is Deathloop and it's both based on like people constantly dying and coming back. So, uh, so <laughs> I was like, damn, like it's kind of like the same cool. game, but obviously what is it? What is more of a, a thriller and this is more of an action adventure game. So, uh, I, I'm excited to see like what Arcane can do with an action adventure game because Dishonored wasn't really action adventure, it was more stealth based. Um, so we'll see what happens with this one. I'm, I'm excited to see like what the story is actually gonna be like, and what the gameplay looks like. So hopefully we'll see something this soon. They get the benefit of the doubt from me because they made Dishonored. So in that game, that series is amazing. Yeah, you, yeah, you get a bit of doubt. Um, fuck Fallout 76. Uh, Ethos, what do you get Bethesda? Uh, yeah, I'd say a C. A lot of the things I was actually interested in were just CGI, and the things that show gameplay for, I hated. So. Yeah. What about you, Jay? Um, I also stick in the middle of the road. I'm I'm not gonna get them a C minus. I'll I'll give them a C because Ghostwire Tokyo look lit, Deathloop look lit. But again, it's another one of these uh, conferences where we're just seeing a whole bunch of CG and and no real gameplay. Um, yeah. I would have gave them a D uh, just because of Fallout 76 BR, but I'll get a bit of the doubt. I would actually give them a B. Fuck Fallout, but I would actually give them a B if they showed gameplay for Ghostwire and Deathloop. Because those two do have my interest. And then, I mean, Doom's a good game. It's just Bethesda games never work for me. But I'll take your guys' word for it. You guys really love Doom. I mean, if we're actually looking at lineup of games at E3, they had one, of the, they had one of the better lineups, even though it wasn't a lot. It's just fucking CG, and it's hard to talk about it. So I give them a C as well. Um, <laughs> uh, last but not least, uh, Ubisoft. Uh, uh, <laughs> Ubisoft, uh, they revealed the Watch Dogs Legion, aka Watch Dogs 3, takes place in London. And the kind of big reveal here is supposedly you can control anybody in the game. Um, you're gonna have like a team of different people to take down the bad guys. Um, how are we feeling about this, Jay? I mean, when I saw it and we got the explanation, I think this is going to be led if executed properly. Because, um, again, we've had some some initial criticism about the game and this is from people who haven't even played it. So we'll see what ends up happening with that. But I think this is very interesting. I haven't seen any anyone do this before where you can completely play as NPCs. Um, each, each one of them have their own different personalities. Each one of them have their own different strengths and weaknesses. 
and one of the most important features and one of the most unique features besides the fact that you can you know pretty much recruit anybody is once they're dead they're dead um I, obviously they aren't the first people to do this in the video game but um uh, for watchdog is going to be incredibly interesting to see what happens with that especially like if it's a character who's like really really um very uh very skilled and uh and you know you end up losing them and you know you gotta go and recruit somebody else and maybe you won't find anybody else like them maybe it'll take you forever but um but i think it's really really cool because like you can really like create whatever team that you want um you have old lady you have a team of all old, old people all elderly people if you want to you can have a team of uh, uh, military grade people you can have like skateboarders punks you know you can do whatever the hell you want and and again if executed properly i think it's probably gonna be one of the best watchdogs Okay, okay. What about you, Ethos? Um, it was fire. I'm not gonna lie. Um, I'm pretty sure Ubisoft's proud of it. Uh, it is a very ambitious game. Like, that idea of being able to play any NPC, um, just, like, from a developer standpoint, doing something like that is very tricky. It requires a lot of pre-thought and a lot of, like, behind-the-scenes stuff that you have to, like, keep in mind for and the amount of assets you have to make for that type of thing. Um... And the idea of like having permadeath too, and like this person will never show up again and stuff like that, and keeping track of all your civilians in your world and stuff. Like that's and and also all of them having their own like schedule of like um things that they do throughout their lives. So like at certain times they'll go do this and this and this. Like that's really cool. I think um they're hitting on the original vision they had for the first watchdogs, but they could they couldn't hit it at the time due to the tech. I think they finally have like they're doing what they really wanted to do initially. Um where like everyone's connected. I think that was their original like design goal, and I think they're now hitting it um idea sounds fire story from like a concept standpoint seems like really fucking dope it's like right up my alley um everything about this game just screams something i want to play so i'm definitely on board to play it mm, okay yeah it's really it's, amb- it's really ambitious and it's nice to see like somebody's trying to do something new but like the pessimist in me because it's ubisoft and they're known well, for downgrading the games remember remember it you fucking good. it you, was you it was it was good but we can't forget yeah. watch dogs one either and ubisoft but they has redeemed a, themselves already ubisoft has a track record for downgrading stuff we okay no 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 okay no 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 okay we're gonna stop that right here okay <laughs> what i'm tired of people saying this bro what recently have they done where they've downgraded the game horribly or they've uh fucked up like they did with watch dogs Rainbow. For the past three years. Rainbow, there's a lot of stuff. Rainbow was good. What are you talking about? That was 2015. You're talking about a, what, three, four-year-old game? I mean, Watch Dogs was a long time ago, too. Yeah. The point, I, the point I'm trying to make to you is, like, don't what, be surprised. What from 2017 or 2018 have they done to make you feel like you should be scared? Nothing. I'll give you that. I'll give you okay, that. Okay. So you have no reason to worry. All right. All right. I'm glad we had this conversation. Ooh, all right, all right. And I'm still, I'm still, I'm st- all I'm saying is like, it's fine, it's fine because this game ends up being horrible. I'm going to get slandered for <laughs> They're making it, it, they're making, all I'm saying is they're making it the big selling point and I just don't want it to turn out to be where, yeah, you can control anybody, but there's no real difference between any of the people. Like there has to be stat differences, personality differences. That's what they said, there and, is. But that's very fucking ambitious and that's watched, one of those things I, I don't, two, I have three to, minute, I I have those are those are vertical slices those are vertical slices yes yes but this game is coming out in what april don't forget what ea did to us with fucking mass that's ea that's not ubisoft 
There's not much difference, bro. <laughs> yes, it is. It's <laughs> There's not much difference, difference, bro. They're completely different studios with different people and different developers and different talents. It's completely different. All I'm saying is I'm not In saying they can't do it. I'm just saying it's very ambitious what they're claiming they're about to it do. Is. And I yeah, hope I they see, pay I it off because, saying, because if they I don't did. if they don't pull this off, it's gonna be a shit storm. I'm telling you, bro, this <laughs> is a rehash of literally Watch Dogs 2 with me and him. I was literally the opposite side of him. Like they fucked up Watch Dogs 2. I'm not trusting this game. Yeah, Even if TV tells me it's <laughs> just imagine if like when the game comes out we end up playing just like the same 10 characters yeah, yeah. But, well i mean um only reason i'm willing to give them a bit of doubt, and, I, and it's fine to be like uh i call it cautiously optimistic the only reason i'm cautiously optimistic is because um their last few releases have been pretty damn good their assassin's creed games for the past two have been really good watchdogs 2 was really good and it seems like um they the studio that works on watchdogs like understands what people loved about the last watchdogs and what was wrong and so they fixed it in watchdogs 2 so they took all the feedback that they had for watchdogs 2 and now i feel like um now they're doing that leap where now they're like okay we know what people like for watchdogs games now let's like you know mix it up and i have to applaud any studio that does something innovative uh, innovative instead of uh doing you know playing it safe like gears and or, or another or another series that like makes a sequel and it's just like okay this this is cool but it's like you know the same thing that i played the last game so i'm willing to give ubisoft at least some ounce of faith that maybe they finally created a new game and because of that they'll make a fucking splinter cell game that will be fucking phenomenal okay so seeing is, this is all just a ploy for me to get them to want to make a splinter cell game okay i don't really care <laughs> I, I just want is game. believing but i agree yeah i agree it's perfectly fine to be a little skeptical also, another thing I can see happening is they're, they're so focused on that gimmick of controlling everybody. Let's say they do pull it off and every character is unique and interesting. I'm uh -huh. afraid, like, maybe the resources kind of, they kind of scale towards that. And, like, let's say, like, the level design and the actual story and the gameplay isn't actually good. Because they're so focused on trying to make all the characters in the world interesting, if that makes that's sense. Possible yeah, that's, that's possible, too. Yeah, I, I think there's another thing I'm kind of, like, pessimistic about is like how they're going to truly progress the story with a whole bunch of npcs like are they going are the npcs going to like have different dialogue when they get to certain points so i don't i don't know like is there going to be like a true leader like that that uh that's going to that's be a there level all the time they're going to be static i don't know that's a lot of level of detail because think about it let's say i go into a mission with one character and during that mission that character dies and another one has to pick up mid-mission and finish it like during the next cutscene, does that person show up and they acknowledge the death? Like, what is what's going on with that? Like, yeah, yeah. I don't know. Just it's just a lot to think about. I don't know. Somebody clip that so we can get that in the arcade for Ethos. Shut the uh, fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> if I'm uh, right, I'm gonna I'm gonna oh I'm gonna hold this forever. <laughs> well, I never said you were wrong. I was just saying you know let's keep it up. No, I know I'm just gonna hold. I'm still gonna do it. <laughs> Ghost Recon Breakpoint. Eh, this game's doing nothing for me. I'll be honest with you, Anon has convinced me it might be fun. So I'm one. Wait, what did he say? Uh, me and him talked about it after E3 in Discord. I think DX was there too. And I know he was hyped for Wildlands too a little bit. And then we played it. Yeah, you know how that went. Um, but um, the things that they're changing seem like things that might make the game more interesting. The only thing I feel like they just need to make sure they nail is if the AI is actually challenging, like they're legitimately using stats and, and you know tactics against you in your squad, like what they're marketing. If they can pull that off, I think the game will be pretty interesting because my biggest issue with Wildlands was stealth was fucking busted. If you kill one person, it was as if the whole base knew um, and the AI were just stupid. They were just plain stupid. They, they would just run around and they would hit you from corners that made no sense. And 
um the world was boring as fuck um i think with the introduction the introduction of like these like sci-fi elements with like the robots the drones uh adding challenge apparently there's raids in this game which is i don't know how that works but cool i'm willing to see what that looks like maybe the division type shit um and the whole idea of like uh getting a you know overwhelmed by a force that's like you know as good as you i feel like that's a fun game like gameplay i guess feature that i would like to play um yeah so i'm not saying i'm sold on the game but i definitely would like to play like a beta of the game to see if it's actually yeah i need to better. get some hands on time i keep an open mind yeah. but right now i'm definitely not sold on it i just don't. yeah but not, yeah definitely like it, it's kind of like his wildlands was it was like yeah i kind of want to be um a little reserved on thoughts on what about you jay yeah ubisoft has a um, <clears throat> they have a track record of um messing up one game and then doing good with the second one um when we actually watched the reveal before e3 even happened i was just like man i wasn't really excited about the features and then like when they did the little gameplay with all four people i was like uh just really doesn't seem like my type of game then after uh when a3 came out and we saw the the punisher come out with the with the dog and stuff you know that was it was cute it was cute but still like like, yeah but i I still felt the same way i was just like yeah i'm not really excited about it so i'm like you guys i want to you know get some hands on time to see like how it truly feel but it just seemed like some of the mechanics i'm not particularly interested in because for my type of shooters i'm not looking for super realism that's just not you know what i what i typically play i want to be rambo you know times but i know that like there's a certain audience for these type of games um you know certain features like um like when you actually like get shot and you could be like permanently hurt unless you like actually chill out and camp and you know tend to your wounds it's a unique feature but again it's not a feature for me so i'll have to see like if like i can if i'm willing to deal with things like that so we'll see we'll see when it comes out i'll play it definitely but um i don't know if i'll pick it up so i just want to play the beta and see what's good okay okay we're all on the fence we'll see hopefully ubisoft shows us something um a new game that was announced called roller champions got like that old 70s roller derby thing going where you play on skates and you can tackle each other and you have to throw a ball through a hoop um it looks like they're kind of going for the rocket league crag with this one i actually got to play the beta didn't y'all get to play it i didn't download it what about Ace you? yeah i watched i watched you and ace play uh yeah i played it it was cool it was simple fun uh, but it's definitely one of those games where it's fucking infuriating if you just play with the randoms because it needs a lot of coordination. So it's kind of hard for me to judge this game. I feel like I would have had more fun if I had friends to play with on it. Um, and then also, what's the longevity of it? Because it's really, really, really simple. You just skate around in a circle. You hit people. You pick up the football and throw it through the circle. Like, what kind of strategies or like is there gonna be like custom skins what can they do to make this last long term because i feel like this isn't something that can hold my attention long term um that's what i would say about it it was all right it was all right y'all buying this yeah, no yeah not for i might try it if it's free mm. it's a problem with you gamers always wanting stuff for free <laughs> well you're not gonna get it for free because ubisoft just announced you play plus baby uh, for fifteen dollars a month, you can get access <laughs> <Good transition>. to <laughs> you can get access to over a hundred Ubisoft games uh, that you can uh, you can play. So another Xbox Game Pass, Netflix game style, Google Stadia type thing going on here. This uh, you subscribing to UPlay Plus, uh, Jay? This was a bad move. No, I'm, I'm sorry, I can't do this. Like 
uh, we're getting all of these video streaming services. Now we're getting all these game streaming services or these game download services. I'm I'm good. I can't afford all this stuff. Like I'm sorry. Like I will I will just buy the Ubisoft games that I really want to play. I don't really see a reason to buy Uplay Plus. Like I think that um that you know Origin Premier Access would probably be more like a bang for my buck than uh than Uplay Plus. Even though I do play like a good amount of uh, Ubisoft games, I don't play them long term for me to even want to buy this service. So I'm good on it. I just hope they know what they're doing because I don't think it's a good idea for them to introduce their own service. Another thing I was confused about is who is uh, Google announced. Well, no, they announced during that that it'll be implemented into Google Stadia. Like, how does that work? Because Google Stadia is ten dollars a month. I gotta pay another fifteen to access the UPlay games too. Yeah, so you paying double. Man, like, fuck them. Uh, what ethos? What, what, what do you think of this shit? Uh, I, I don't, huh? I don't care. Like, if they do it, cool, whatever. Um, for the broke boys, it helps them out. But I can afford my game, I guess. So we now have Netflix, Hulu, YouTube TV, PlayStation. Hey, I'm just saying. View. Everyone said the same shit about EA Origin, and Origin's actually pretty good. So. EA, EA has a lot of games that people like, though. I don't feel like you. I feel like that's what? very. Hold on, say that again. EA has a lot of, but the, don't <laughs> have because we've had this conversation a million times. The real, the real reason people hate EA is not just the business practice; it's the fact that they have a lot of our favorite games, and they do these shitty. It's 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 a love hate abusive relationship. They do these microtransactions, <laughs> these loot boxes, and they own our favorite games. Like, can, it's like, can you guys just sell them to a, a better company that will treat our property? That's the real reason. There is value in EA Origin, I feel like. Um, well, you play, it's very deceiving to say that we have 100 plus games that you'll have access to for $15 a month. Realistically, who gives a fuck about Ubisoft games if it's not Assassin's Creed, Ghost Recon, Watch Dogs, and what? Fucking Splinter Cell. Splinter Cell? What you gonna you gonna go back and play some old Ubisoft game? Like, come on, yeah, bro. maybe I will. Beyond Good and Evil. Look, hold on. Beyond, you can get that. You can get that for two dollars on PC. Shut up, bro. <laughs> get out of here with that shit, dog. Fifteen dollars yeah, like, a month. Yeah, like it makes it worse. Like Ubisoft has been giving away like pretty much all the Assassin's Creed that you play. Ubisoft has so, been around for a long time, but I feel like in the past ten years, Ubisoft has become a power player. But their catalog is not that strong. It doesn't date that far back. They have a lot of games. What are you talking? What about? old ass games you want to play? <laughs> you gotta look it up. I'm pulling the list <laughs> up. Hold on. I know they got all the Persia, all the Prince of Persia games. Okay. Um, all the Far Cry games. I haven't played. Far, I haven't finished Far Cry Four. I haven't even bro, played Far Cry Five. Bro, I let me just play Far Cry Three. It's all the fucking same. <laughs> I I have not played any of those. I haven't all right, played. So, uh, all right, so Ethos is a you play plus. Are you a fucking agent of Ubisoft? <laughs> they got Buck Bumble. You want to play Buck Bumble? Buck to the Buck to Buck, buck Bumble. Look, all I'm saying is I'm looking right now at a list of all of you. I'm, look, I'm looking too. This list look weak as shit. And CSI Deadly got, Intent, Sean White yeah. Skateboarding, hey, Hamster maybe Life. So my, hey, maybe more someone want to play a hamster. Okay. Cubic Ninja, Donald Duck Goes Quackers, the hip hop dance experience. Don't you want to play Zombie You? <laughs> No, no, no. The, <laughs> the crew. <laughs> no, he does wants to play Just Dance, confirmed. Don't you want to play uh, South Park and all the Just Dance games? Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, Call of Wars. 
Oh my god, bro. Like the, Look, their catalog all I'm saying is, is not that strong. All I'm saying is is that if this system plus also gives access like what EA does like for their their big their new game releases, it will be popular. No doubt. They'll make money. If they do it just like EA, it, it'll have a place cuz I ain't gonna lie, there's a lot of Ubisoft games that I'm like, I don't want to pick this up day one, but if I had something like a pass that didn't cost me a lot, that let me be able to play them, you know, I purchased it right before like these games drop, I, I would do it. It depends on how they do it. They can't do it like Netflix. It's got like, what if they were like, like, if you get the pass, we'll also give you every season of Ubi- of Rainbow Six Siege uh, seasons shit. I'd be like, yeah, bet. I'm as long it. as I can cancel and reopen it whenever I want without there being fees. Well, and yeah, charges. of course. Yeah. Then yeah, you could play like the single player game like, for a month. What if they were like also on top of that, every single every single like expansion that we release for any of our games like post launch, like, like all those like premium stuffs for like uh you know, For Honor, Rainbow, uh Division, any of those things, you get them for free. Any UBs, any Assassin's Creed DLC, you get it for free. I think yeah, that'd I, be a good I, I doubt they would do that, but it would be You never know. It, yeah, it'd be more know. intriguing for me to for me yeah, to you it. might be like, you know what? I might give this a shot. I still argue what's the value of that because let's say you get the Assassin's Creed DLC, you're going to be waiting a long time after the launch of Assassin's Creed for that DLC, and there's nothing to play in between. So, like, you're just going to keep letting it run, or you're going to like, how does that work? Who knows, bro? Because I don't feel like they're just going to give it to you uh at, at, once you turn it off and then turn it back on. Oh, here's the DLC for free. Like, I, I feel like, oh well, yeah, they don't. Like EA does the same thing. Like, if you stop paying for it, then like you can't use like the DLC. You get the DLC if you subscribe for like three months or something. They're, they're, there's there's going to be a stipulation, of course. But that ain't my job to figure out. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, and last but not least, uh, they announced Gods and Monsters. Um, I like the art style in this, but I couldn't really tell what it was about. I'm on their website. Um, it says it's from the creators of Assassin's Creed Odyssey. It comes a storybook adventure about a forgotten hero on a quest to save the Greek gods. Embark on a journey on the island of the blessed, taken over by dangerous creatures of mythology. Prove your legendary heroism by taking on their leader, Typhoon, the deadliest monster in all mythology in a face-off of the ages. Explore a beautiful fantasy world with tricky puzzles, mysterious dungeons, and historical feats await. The journey will be challenging and rewarding as the final destination. Will you be the hero of the legends foretold? Sounds like a type of action adventure game, I guess, where you take on Greek. I'm looking at these creatures. pictures, it reminds me of Zelda. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, it definitely looks like Kitty, kind of, but I don't know. It might be cool. It's uh, Odyssey for kids. Maybe if the combat's cool, I keep an eye. Yeah, on it. made by the same people. Yeah, it probably is. Like February a... 2020. They're like, you know, we really like making Greek games. Let's make another one. <laughs> we wanted to make a separate game, but they had to make it an Assassin's Creed game. But now we can do whatever the fuck we want. Plot so twist: Maybe this is the game they actually wanted to make, but Ubisoft said we need an Assassin's Creed Greek game first, and they was like, all right. Yeah, that's just what I said. I was. They saw how good it was, and <laughs> now they want to make this. Yeah, whatever. Yep. So February 2020, this one drops. They didn't show any gameplay, so it's hard to judge it. Um, but hey, it's coming to Stadia uh, and the Switch. Stadia, Stadia. Uh, pre-order now, boys. All right. Um, what would you guys give Ubisoft? Uh, Ethos. What would you give them? A B. Okay. 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 What about you, Jay? Uh, I will give them. I'll give them a B minus because they actually did pretty good. Like even though. They had gameplay. Um, yeah, like the, the Uplay Plus shit pissed me off, but they did have a have a good amount of gameplay. So, um, I give them a B plus only because Watch Dogs Legion had such a strong showing. Gods and Monsters looks interesting. I'm halfway interested in Ghost Recon, and they had the best moment at E3. Come on, guys, they had the pupper. Come on, 
They had a pupper. I would have gave him a B minus, but they brought the puppy out, so I gave him a B plus. So, and he was a, he was a very good boy. So he was a very good he definitely boy. was. Yeah. <laughs> so shout out to Ubisoft. You get a whole plus just by bringing a dog out. Right. Yeah, bring a dog to every E three. You might do better. Right. <laughs> Let him play the game. Goddamn it. Yeah, take notes. Um. So yeah, that's all I got on my podcast notes. You guys got you want anything you want to add to the conversation before we wrap this one up? I actually do. Oh, go ahead. What? We missed another uh, premiere on Microsoft that you didn't put on your notes, and that's Elden Ring. Mm. Oh. So you Ethos, I actually tweeted you about this. I don't, I don't think Isn't you that, that Lord of the Rings nerd shit. Look, man, it's made Love. the same people. This shit is Anon's. This is actually you should be asking Anon. This is like some shit Anon losing his mind over. What are you nerds but the one thing about that. The one thing I want to talk to you about, Ethos, oh, is, God. is Miyazaki finally said that, look, we are making oh, this game Are you difficult. coming for my neck? Is this coming for my neck? Okay, yes. hold on. Yeah, it's because oh. he confirmed it this Ah, uh, no. Yes. So we say? know that Elden Ring will be difficult like the other Dark Souls games, and he actually okay. said it this time and confirmed it, so there is no more speculation on what Elden Ring is going to be like. So for all the people who bitched and moaned about Sekiro, talking about we want an easy mode, look, when Elden Ring comes out, you know that it's going to play like Dark Souls, okay? So it's going to be difficult. That's all I want to say. That make you feel better? Well, it's not really coming at your head. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. I don't care. No, yeah, it's, not, it's not really coming at your well, head, Ethos. But this is, but it was just interesting oh, that he finally confirmed I'm, it. I'm like, actually after glad. All these, yeah, I'm actually glad yeah. you brought that up because I was not aware of that. So now I am, and now that means I will definitely be pre-ordering the game. You know, I don't know what the fuck it's about. Yeah, because no yeah, that's damn sense. <laughs> I don't but know. I know it's gonna be a Dark Souls game. So yeah, so it's Yay! gonna be Lord of the Rings, Dark Souls. Like, is what you're saying? Um, probably more like Game of Thrones, Dark Souls. Ah. Yeah, a lot of incest, you know. <laughs> oh Lord, <laughs> a, lot of, a lot of striking vipers. <laughs> oh my God! No, oh. oh, you did it! Oh, get out of here! Did striking you find, vipers. Did you watch that? Nah, I'm, I'm gonna watch oh, it tonight man. though. <laughs> you know, do you know the meme of it now? Do you, do you know what it is? Uh, I have an idea of what's gonna okay. happen, but yeah, I'm gonna go say is uh, <laughs> there's a uh, so like the funny thing is so like uh, I, I saw it and JoJo saw it so. Now, like uh, in League of Legends, there's a bear called Volley Bear in it, and so now, like our other roommate, he plays it, but he hasn't seen Dark Mirror, uh, Black Mirror, so he has no context. And so, like oh, me Lord. and JoJo just start laughing every time he picks the. <laughs> oh man! It'll make yeah, sense just... to me when you watch it tonight. It'll make sense exactly. What I'm yeah, saying. just pay attention. What part? Yeah, wait till they bring up a polar bear. <laughs> Goddamn, forty-seven. <laughs> That's all we got on the podcast notes, ladies and gentlemen. Um, thank you for coming through the game. I of the something we're forgetting. Didn't something happen recently? What? There's like something big that just happened recently, but I can't remember what it was. Mm-hmm. If you would remember. You said what? I thought it was just a switch light. I thought that was the biggest news. You said, you said it, was like, it was like this week or something. It was like very important, but I can't remember. Was it something that we covered on GI or? No. Oh, I guess. Uh, oh, Modern about. Warfare. Yeah, the Call of Duty. Yeah, yeah, stu- yeah. I totally forgot. Yeah. Oh yeah, that was like the other day. Like I've been out of it. Yeah. I forgot about it. <laughs> totally, yeah, I totally. I was like, there's something major there, but I couldn't remember. Yeah. Wait, I could have swore I put Call of Duty on the notes. Oh, no, we never. Nah, we didn't talk about it. No. Uh, oh yeah, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. What was your take on Call of Duty? No, you go first. All right, all right, all right. So Call of Duty. Uh, for those unaware, there's a new two v two gameplay that came out. They premiered it on Twitch with some live streamers. It's a new two v two mode. I forgot what it's called, but the gun, the guns every round are randomly generated. Gunfight. That's gunfight 
and like it's a team of 2v2 uh, you have a certain amount of time to kill each other if you don't a flag appears in the middle of the map uh and you either capture the flag within 10 seconds or kill the team other team and you win um it looks a little bit more slow and methodical um freaking it kind of reminds me of a, a mix between like battlefield and rainbow six siege with a little bit of call of duty in there but it looks more rainbow six siege than anything so that's interesting and it makes me curious is it just that game mode or is that like TDM and all the other game modes too? It's got my interest, but at the same time, I don't know how I feel either. Cause I, I play Call of Duty to be the Rambo, be Rambo too. But I, like, I don't know I, I, how you feel about it, Jay. Not my Call of Duty. Oh, you're mm. okay. <laughs> no, okay. Nah, bro, I'm, I have mixed feelings as well. Like it oh. definitely does not look like the same Call of Duty that we've known. And I said this in an article that I wrote too, like, it's definitely a lot more slow paced and tactical and that's not what i'm trying to play in call of duty like i've said this like even when uh when black Ops 4 came out you know you had to had to heal yourself and you know i thought that that was okay until i started playing it like it's still it's decent but it was still it still didn't end up being that type of call of duty that uh that i once played before so i don't know how i feel about this one with this uh with this new engine it's interesting and i'll definitely get my final judgment when i actually get my hands on it but from what i can see in this 2v2 mode i can't get a full uh a full disclosure on like how i feel about it because it's not like a typical 6v6 mode but uh yeah it's definitely different so we'll see but right now i'm gonna say i'm not a fan mm, okay ethos about you I've been on record multiple times saying I don't like a lot of the Infinity War games. Uh, I especially did not like Modern Warfare 3. Um, and I will take that opinion to me with me to the grave. But uh, there was one thing I've always said that was a redeeming factor of Modern Warfare 3. And that was that face-off mode. That 2v2, that 1v1, that 3v3 game mode. Um, and I played a shit ton of that game mode. Because um, it was the ultimate shit-talking game mode. Um, and they brought it back into this game. So I'm kind of scared I might like this game. And uh, that terrifies me. So yeah, you're scared. And I like you're tactical going shit. To like a game. Yes, because uh, that was the most toxic moments of my life. I won't lie to you. Uh, a lot of things mm. were exchanged there that I hope never. <laughs> I never were never recorded. A lot of game words. Huh? <laughs> resurface, man. It was a lot of game words. I don't think I want that version of me to resurface. Um, yeah, those are definitely saying a lot of. A Jojo lot of, knows because Jojo, here, yeah, but... <laughs> that's how me and Jojo met. Was was through face off me and him played it for a whole summer straight and a lot of game awards were exchanged uh, against other people on the internet um and uh unlike jg uh i said the same thing about black ops 4 like i like that type of play style and tactics and shit like so when call of duty starts moving towards that area i personally like it so if this game does end up being more like siege and not like ghost then um i might really be on board to play it but uh if it's just uh a facade of like trying to be this deep tactical game but it's still this no nonsense like because it could just be that game mode yeah it could just be that like i would be really surprised if i play the game and like they got like reinforcements and shit like how it sees you could blow through walls with destruction shit then i would be genuinely like oh shit like they're actually going for it um but you know i don't mind them mixing up the call of duty formula uh, it definitely seems to be more like grounded and realistic looking boots uh, on the ground boots on the ground again but uh i i'm more of a fan of the jumping shit but um i don't know if it's just me but i feel like it looks kind of i don't want to say downgraded this is the wrong word i would use 
it doesn't look as high fidelity as I thought it would look. And I don't know if that was just like multiplayer or maybe because like single player looks really fucking good um, graphic wise. But this one looks kind of, I agree. Like it looks like Siege and I, I guess that's what's weirding me out. It just looks different art style wise than what it's I expected. It's supposed to be a new it. engine too. Like it's supposed to be a graphical Yeah, like, it's kind of weird. So I don't know. It definitely feels like it looks like a new engine to me, but I don't know. Maybe it's less of the engine and more like the art style. It definitely feels, looks different to me. Um, the shotguns look OP as fuck, so I don't know, man. Them, mm. them shits one shot killing niggas. Is like, that not what a shotgun's supposed to do? Yeah, but it was killing niggas from like ranges. I was like, eh, I don't know about that. Ooh, so you said the Modern Warfare 2, 1880. Uh, yeah, yeah, I was getting a little bit of a PTSD watching some of that footage. So we'll I, I'm that. not, I'm not gonna judge it too hard. Like I found it interesting that they did lead with that game mode. Uh, it was weird like, how they marketed it too. It yeah, with like, the Twitch thing. I was like, I yeah, yeah, I was like, I don't know about that. That's the way, the first way to reveal your game. Should have done it after you reveal. It. Yeah, just let me let me get some TDM gameplay. Let me see how that plays and let's see how the because because my thing is like if it is if it does play like that more realistic and methodical like how's the kill streak is gonna because I know they ain't removing no damn kill streak. No, no, they the gotta have kill streak. You yeah, <laughs> yeah like that's gonna be burn down the rainbow off. succeed with kill streaks. That sounds really weird. Like yeah, yeah, I don't know. We'll see. So we gotta see more before we judge. Um, we'll see. We'll see. Is there anything else I'm forgetting? <laughs> No, I think that was the big one. Yeah, I think we good now. All right. Oh, this has been Gaming Illuminati, episode 66. Thank you, everybody, for coming through and listening. Uh, Ethos, you got the floor. What's your closing statement for episode 66? Go. Uh, be healthy, drink water, mind your own business, and watch Bungo Stray Dogs. Mm, what is girl. that? It's an anime. It's good. Uh, mafia anime. You'll like it, JG. It's good. Oh, okay. Uh, oh, you start watching it? Yeah, I told you. I watched it yesterday. Oh, good man. Okay. Yeah. Um, what's the name? Uh, Jay, what's your closing statement for episode 66? Go. Thank you for listening to us ramble on for another podcast. We will see you next time. Mm, my closing statement is uh, mind your business, drink more water, and watch Fire Force. See? Remix. All right. Uh, and also, be sure to take the show on the go. We're available on SoundCloud, Spotify, iTunes, all other major podcast outlets. Download the GI app. Blah, 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 blah. Uh, thank you guys for coming through and listening, and we will see you guys on the next episode of the Game of Illuminati podcast. Peace.